Hey, this is Steiner, and on this episode of Fumble Around, I sit down with Jay Fielder and Bear, uh, who coaches with me. We talk uh, a lot about coaching and uh, our least and most favorite sports movies, top five of each. A lot of fun. And then at the end, uh, we do some fantasy baseball stuff. So enjoy the episode. Thank you. And we're back to Fumble It Around. Thank you. I'm your host, Tom Steinman. Uh, I got a very exciting episode for you today. Uh, with me, I got Josh Abair, uh, who is, oh, shoot, my phone just turned off, sports editor and writer for the Mirror News, owner of AP Sports Network, two-time award-winning journalist, and then also a contributor on 89.3 WHFR's The Journal. Yeah, and I'm also... Uh now writing for Michigan Sports and Entertainment, which is an, another online publication, nice. and also help them start up Two Bloops in a Blast podcast. Okay, cool. So you got a podcast coming. Yeah. Not out yet, though. Uh, first episode is, second episode is getting ready to record in the next week or two. Nice, nice. So look forward to that. Yeah. Uh, watch out. Uh, what's your Twitter handle here? Uh, that is jbear15. Nine five? Yeah, nine five, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, J Bear nine five. <laughs> you were not born in uh nineteen fifteen. No, I, I, I was <laughs> I'm assuming that's what ninety five stands yeah, for. Twenty fifteen. Yeah. <gasps> oh, that's funny. I use the number nineteen a lot because it's just my old favorite hockey number. But like yeah. so some people, a lot of people go with their years, though. Or their, like, graduating years. I do the same thing you do. I was always, like, whatever my old baseball number was. Yeah, like, okay, I, yeah. So it's like 12. I always have 12 and everything. So this is uh, Jay Fielder. I haven't introduced you. <laughs> oh, sorry. You. No, you're good. No, I'm glad you chimed in. Uh, I, I don't really know how I follow up that intro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's your Twitter handle say about you? That's what I kind of use is what the Twitter handle says. Well, I don't have a Twitter handle, so. There you uh, go. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, mysterious man, Jay Fielder. Exactly. No like, Twitter handle. Can't find it. I like to stay off the grid. So yeah. it's uh... okay. <laughs> yeah, you do. Because yeah, I don't. Do you have a Facebook? No, don't have no Facebook. Facebook. No Facebook. No Twitter. So uh, you know, I just like to, to keep it keep it simple, and it, well, makes, it definitely makes my life a little bit easier. Right. Less stressful. Right. Like, yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> uh, what I do know about you, uh, Lincoln Park, I love. Yep. Coach JV Baseball for a little while, Lincoln Park. Yeah. Uh, a Bear coaches with me at Lincoln Park Varsity team right now. Uh, so we're gonna t- we'll talk a little bit about uh, coaching, our experiences with it, and because uh, I think it's important for coaches to talk because every unique, I'm sure every every team's different and how you handle everything's different. Oh yeah, absolutely, so, exactly. Uh, there's a lot to learn from each other, and you know I'm sure there's trends too that everybody kind of sees with different generations. Yeah, for sure. I mean. It's kind of an ever-changing thing, too. It's you know, It seems like every year something new is coming out, some sort of new coaching philosophy or coaching style. Yeah. You know, even with the kids. Like, you know, I coached, what, 10 years ago now. So it's like back then it was, you know, social media and stuff wasn't as prevalent as it is yeah. now. So it's definitely a different animal. Yeah. Uh, one of the things, yeah, because you like, you know, they try to like see when they see stars do something, they want to do it themselves. Oh yeah, like absolutely. That, right. Exactly. And so Joey Gallo is like, I feel like the epitome of that. He's doing great right now. Oh yeah, absolutely. But not every guy can be Joey Gallo. 
Like, <laughs> you, you have to hit 50 home be able to hit 50 home runs. But, like, with the three true outcomes now of the home run, a strikeout, yeah. or a walk or whatever, yeah. Joey Gallo is great for the major leagues and producing runs that way. Yeah. High school players aren't created that way, though. Exactly. Like, for instance, like, Joey Gallo just hit his, what, 100th home run of his career? Yeah. yeah. He has 97 singles. Yeah. Like, that's, that's insane. Like, you can't teach a kid that yeah. at, well, at the high school level. It's it, just, it's not going to work. One of the things that goes into that is all of this emphasis now on launch angle. Yep. And even just coaching at Lincoln Park right now, you hear and see these kids wanting to be going for the launch angle, not yeah. just get your job done, get a base hit, get a ground ball to move up a runner. They, yeah. It just doesn't work that way anymore. They want to be that power hitter, the guy who wins the game. But, you know, the kind of the issue with that is, like, I understand, like, okay, launch angle is important, but that's kind of the last thing you're going to focus on. Like, you right. got to know how to hit the baseball. you got to barrel the ball. <laughs> yeah, you got to be able to, to know be able the to fundamentals, have a good swing, and then, okay, I'm hitting the ball. Now I could tweak it and tweak my launch angle and maybe, you know, make my swing a little bit more powerful. But you yeah. can't just go full bore at yeah. 16 years old and start doing that. I mean, there are people that probably can that once in a lifetime talents. Yeah, for but, sure. But yeah, you know, most not kids every, can't. Yeah, not, not every kid is, <laughs> no. regardless of what their parents think. They're not yeah. all once in a generational talent. Yeah. And I mean, that's even coming up with the MLB draft coming up. I mean, you see a few kids who in the high school ranks, in the top 10, but most of those people are college age. Yep. Most of them are going to be a junior or a senior in high school or college going into the draft and being drafted inside of that top 10 coming up. Yeah. Uh, coaching's been interesting, though, for sure, this year. So this is my first year. I was going to say, is this your first year doing it? Yeah. Um, you know... <laughs> It's funny when you have in your mind going into something and how you want it to play out and stuff oh, yeah. like that, but it never comes yeah. out like that <laughs> way. <laughs> it's never come yep. close. Um, but, you know, I try to, what I try to do is not blame externals. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, so I really, as much as I get upset at some of the whining and stuff like that, because I just yeah. didn't do that. And I hated growing up when kids cried. Like, oh, or, yeah, absolutely. They, they, they're not literally crying, but, you know, just like, complaining and like up so upset after a strikeout or something like yeah. that yeah like i was never the throw my back guy or no. anything like that it was like okay i must have did something wrong i gotta kind of you know what I do i fix do? it yeah, yeah what do i do to not have this happen again yeah you know? that yeah. was always my mindset. that is, that it. should be the mindset and mm. even going back to when i was in high school which wasn't too long ago it was 2013 that I graduated. You were born 1995. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've established you were born 1995. <laughs> so even the people on my teams throughout high school and then even when I was a JV coach over at Allen Park, there was none of this whining and all of this. I didn't get a base hit, so my life's over type thing. Yeah. It was more of a fact of okay, I struck out, what do I have to do to get my job done next time? Yeah. It isn't all about me, it's about the team. Yep. Yeah. And a lot of kids now don't think that it's about the team, it's more about them and what can they do to get a college scholarship. Yeah. yeah like Everybody thinks they're going to go to Alabama to play baseball, too. It's, like, yeah. it's not going to happen for everybody. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, sorry to, uh, spoiler alert, you're not, not everybody's going to go to college yeah, to play yeah, baseball. Yeah. It's like, you know, you figure out what you're good at, you play, and, you know, 
okay, you struck out or you flew out. Like, use it as a learning yeah, opportunity. Well, don't like, talk about it if you're going to do it. Just be about it. Absolutely. Exactly. Like, go put in the work. These There's pe- kids all around the country. They might not even be as good as you, but if they're working harder, they're going to surpass you. Oh, yeah, and for sure. It's a, more about that work ethic to me than anything. And, that, and that's kind of, like, the hard part about it, like, at that age, too, is yeah. that, you know, they're, you're – 16, 17 year old kids is they can get by a lot more on natural talent yep, and yep. not have to have that work ethic part of it where yeah. that kind of doesn't kick in until you're probably 19, 20 years old where everybody's natural talent kind of levels out of where it's going to yeah, be. Yeah. You know, so they don't feel like they have to because they've been the best player on their team since they were five years old. Exactly. Yep. You know? But now it's the, you're playing all the other best players yeah, since exactly. they were on the five year olds on mm-hmm. since their team. So. so, I mean, going into that, there was a kid. At Allen Puck, when I was with the JV team, wasn't the best player that we had, wasn't the best player growing up, I would assume, but we found a way to make him tick to be the best player that he could be Yeah, when he went out to pitch. So I was able to find that little common ground with him to be like, yo, here is what I'm going to do to motivate you. Go out and... Prove me wrong or prove me right. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's that's kind of the issue, too. Like, when oh, I coached the – helped coach the JV team for, I think, two years. And the year before that, me and Thacker did the eighth-grade team. So that's what, you know, I was talking about with him earlier was that that's kind of the first year that all these kids are not coached by their dad. Yeah. And, you know, they're yeah. coming up and, like, yeah. we're just saying they're – okay, you're always supposedly the best player on the team, so – they all want to play shortstop. They all yep. want to pitch, and then yep. they all want to hit for it. Oh it's like, yeah! Listen, like <laughs> you're not all that good. Like, sorry to say, this is where everybody's gonna kind of figure out their spot. Like, you know, do you want to you know pitch once every four days and get rocked, or do you want to play a position you're gonna be good at yeah. that yeah. we can figure out for you and you can actually be successful? And you know, of course, their parents usually see it the other way, <laughs> but you know, yeah. that's part of dealing with it too. Is you know. Their parents always thought they were the best player. It's like, well, you know, getting into a team of all best players yeah. is a little bit different. Yep. Yeah, yep. you're going to have that challenge, and you have to overcome. For sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, again, as I was like saying, like, I feel like, you know, I got to look at myself and what I can do a little bit better, and I think maybe some of the areas that what we can do better as uh, coaching staff is maybe getting the kids a little bit better prepared pregame. I think yeah. Bob Ambrose was very smart or saw something that, you know, he's right. Our players aren't stretching out. And you know what? Did any Lincoln Park team ever in any sports, like, ever stretch out? <laughs> we did. Yes. Uh, yeah. I played I played under Nolan. Yeah. So when I played baseball there, and it was, you had, we had a pregame routine. It was, you know, you go out, play catch. Yeah. You run a you run a Dixie. You come back. You stretch for ten minutes, and then you know you're ready for the game. So, not only was it just you know you're actually stretching to you know stretch, but it's kind of a team camaraderie thing. You're all doing it together. You're all yeah. ready, and you know, people are BSing along the way, making jokes, and like that's part of the yeah, yeah, yeah. the team aspect of yeah, it. Yeah, like you know that like some of our stop it a little bit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's like that's been going on for forty years. Oh guys. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Longer. Or everybody decides they're just going to cut across the whole softball field yeah. and go across. Like, oh yeah, that happens. But it's like we did it as a team. So yeah. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. But going back to that last year's team at Lincoln Puck with uh, Matroka. He came in, he set up this routine that the players did every day, uh, kind of got away from us after he left this season. So, I mean, but we did stretch, they did stretch as a team last year, so. 
because it seems like players are kind of getting injured. Yeah, a decent amount right now. And oh, yeah. I mean, I never had too many injuries. No, I I never really had anything. Nothing major, anyways. Like I would go, okay, maybe my arm is a little sore, so I rested for two days. But yeah. it was never. Yeah. Oh, I tore a hamstring. Yeah. Or I need Tommy Johnson. Or, yeah. Or like I broke like bones. <laughs> like you know what I like things like that. But I was never like pulling and tearing stuff. And I think that's a lack of like non flexibility or probably bad diets. Yeah. Yeah. It and took you until your 20s to get seriously injured in sports. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, it did. And it was a big one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, yeah, like, but, yeah, I was, I was never tearing anything. Like, oh, yeah. So. But I mean, one of the other things that we did, too, when, you know, I played for Nolan was, I, I heard uh, Amros, when he was out here, kind of allude to it, was we had these things called Emerald Days, where you'd have to go out and cut the grass on the field. And you yeah. had to cut it with the old push mowers, and it was... But, you know, as much as everybody bitched and moaned about it, we were doing it together, and you're bitching and moaning together. So yeah. it, it, it brought, it kind of, in a weird way, brought the team together, and, yeah. you know, you're doing something together. And it, it was a day off of kind of baseball activities. I mean, we would hit a little bit, but, you know, it was kind of, it would give you that little breather in between, like, okay, we've yeah. been practicing for 40 straight days. Like, you need kind of a, you know, a thing to lay down. So. It probably gives you an appreciation, too. You know oh, what I'm does. saying? Like, I had no idea, actually. Like how much work goes in? You oh, know, yeah, I never really thought about that. You don't really think of the stuff that you don't see. You yeah, know, like, yeah. Uh, that kind of stuff. Yeah, and just being around Lincoln Park for now four years, five years, whatever it is, hearing all of these stories about Nolan, it's it goes to show that even what they have at Allen Park and Glenn Gulliver, and before him and his father Jim Gulliver. It's all the same mindset where Nolan was a hard nose, mm-hmm. push you to the brimstone type thing. That's how Gulliver is. That's how his father was from stories I heard about him. So, I mean, just knowing that you have some of those coaches who are more of a push you to the brimstone type deal, that is more of a thing to look at to see okay, look at the generations going from that now to what we have at Lincoln Park where back in Nolan's day, I don't think much of this would be going, but, I mean, with all of the political correctness and everything, Oh yeah, you you, can, you, you kind of have to go. With oh yeah, you could you could never have a the coaching style like that nowadays. Oh, it just no, wouldn't no. fly. I mean, no, no. Yeah, I mean, we lost <laughs> the little side story. We'll pull Brian Amrose here, but right. <laughs> we uh we played a doubleheader in uh, Allen Park to start the season. My senior year, uh, we won the first game by one. We lost the second game by one. We lost two to one. He made us run home from Allen Park. Can you imagine? <laughs> like, run home. Like, run from Allen Park High School to Lincoln Park High School. Like, you could never get away with that now. Like, no, people no. would call it child protective services. Yeah. And, I mean, it was just, it was a different era, you know. Yeah. Not to yeah. be kind of old no. guy talking about sports, <laughs> but that's, you know, <laughs> that's how, yeah. you know, that's how it was. And But he was there for 50 years almost, so it's... Yeah. He had kind of earned the right to and the respect to kind of do what he wanted, but you you you'll never see something like that, you know, that level again. That you know, yeah, kind of that strict yeah. disciplinarian because no. parents don't want it. Nope, yeah, they don't. But want it, to hear you it. know, they it's also what it. is probably best for that for their kids. A little to, bit, to, for, a little yeah, bit. You know? I think uh, nurturing them too much sometimes can be hurtful, like de- yeah. detrimental to their growing a little mm-hmm. bit. I, I feel like I had that a little bit growing up. Yeah, in some aspects. Um, but I did play sports hard and was disciplined. 
So, and it taught me a lot. That's what I think I want these kids to get from. If they could hear anything from me is like, these are life lesson skills that we're trying to oh, like yeah, teach sure. you. Like, I don't play these sports anymore, but it kind of like gave me, a, it's a little bit part of me still. Oh yeah, for I sure. Yeah. And so, you know, take this opportunity. We have a week left of like, ga- like regular season games. Yeah. Right? And then we have districts. Like, we have a good team. We have some good talent. I've yet to see them put it all together, though, yeah, for a game. Yeah, get their full potential. Yeah. And... So, you know, maybe we're just that little bit away from cl- all clicking on all cylinders. We go for a nice run here. Like, we're not going to win the league, but, like, let's yeah. go have a good start going into next year. Yeah, exactly. We have a young team. We do. It's a very young team, very talented young team. At yeah. That. You, I mean, you look at it, we really only have – three seniors that play much. Yeah. So, I mean, you have the rest of them being juniors, sophomores, and a freshman. Yeah. Fr- catcher, starting freshman. Yeah. That's so, solid, too. Yeah, yeah that's nice like to that. know. Hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully he doesn't want to, like, grow out of the position and go to shortstop like everybody does. <laughs> yeah. We need him back there. <laughs> but you know what, though? Like, catcher's one of those positions. Like, it's a... I love it's a, prim- it's a premier position. Yeah, it especially is, so. in high school. Are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah, you absolutely. are, like, the captain out there. Oh, absolutely. You're seeing everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're putting... You should, you know... If you're good enough, you're hopefully putting everybody in position. Yeah, you like, have an idea. Like he's young, so we yeah. can only expect him to do, learn so much. Yeah, and so like, such a it, modest, small it amount. It takes of time. way more skill to be a catcher than it does to shortstop. I agree. Have, yeah, yeah, so many no other doubt. things that you're worried about. Like you're managing the entire game to a yeah. certain extent. Yeah. You know? you're involved every play, Absolutely. every pitch. You're touching the ball every single time. Yeah. So you have to have focus the whole time because just like focus, unfocused for one pitch. Mm-hmm. Goes by you, guy moves up the next base. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's all I knew. That's yeah. not, you know, you can't blame anybody else. Like, yeah. You know, you're the one that's, uh, you know, when it's all said and done, it, it stops at you. Yeah. So. It's got to be exactly. like the smartest guy mm-hmm. back there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? for sure. You just got to have confidence too. Yeah. yeah. That's always the hard part is trying to get those kids confidence to, you know, go down and block balls or to, you know, trust your arm that you could throw people out. And, yeah. you know, sometimes it's just some kids at that age, especially, just, don't have that confidence. Yeah. So. yeah, I know. I think he's. I think he's got it. I think he, uh, he he's, does. He's pretty good. He's throwing guys out pretty well. You know. Oh, that's so that's fair, you yeah. know we have some for the especially I think like next year yeah. we have a decent amount of juniors and then uh, a good sophomore and freshman that'll be uh, you know that are two of our premier players. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah, and I mean, you even go into this. The catches at Lincoln Park since I've been there, we had one who was really solid was a smart kid, and I see a lot of that in the guy we have right now. So Good, good. That's good. That, I mean, he's a freshman, and he's starting, yeah. Yeah. I guess, and he's doing well. Like, we we had a couple other guys kind of, like, competing for it, and then we weren't sure, and they gave him an opportunity to try a few games out, and we're like, all right, we got it. And it's yeah. always good to let those young kids play if they can. Yeah. You know, if, yeah. they're, if they're good enough to play, you let them play because it just keeps building. Their but it's hard, though, also, to, like, have to sit a senior. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. And, you know, and we're at the level, like, where these guys, maybe these younger guys, you know, yeah, like, we have to, it's hard, because we're not a professional sport. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If we're a professional sport, I'm like, get rid of those older guys, get, yeah. start building and stuff like that, but we're dealing with kids. Yeah. And some of their most important of the years of their lives and memories and stuff like that. So, seniors want to play, and that hurts to, like, not, yeah, just, it's hard. But, you know, it also could be one of those things, too, like, you had a senior catcher and a freshman catcher, and... You know, maybe you could find another position that's better suited towards the senior that he yeah. could actually, yeah. you know, help out a lot more, help the team a lot yeah. more doing in that position. So, so I hope you know that. I mean, you know, it, it's hard not being good at stuff sometimes. 
And I hope more people, like, um, try something you're not good at. Go take class into something that you yeah. would be the worst at. Like, get out of your comfort zone a yes. little bit. It's like, that's, that's what you need to do. You need to push yourself. And, you know, if you get out of your comfort zone, like, you learn so much, not only about yourself, but, you know, about, you might learn something that you never knew you could do before. About, like, struggle and, like, yeah. understanding, you know, because, like. Overcoming obstacles and yeah. things like that, you know. So that's just my opinion. Like, no, just, I agree 100%. It, it's 100%. a it's you know, keep growing, yeah, and stop like talk, stop negative talk. Like, I suck at this, okay? Well, maybe if you work at it, you can not suck at it, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But instead of just staying, you suck at it all the time, yeah. not trying, yeah. There's always a way to get better at something, yeah. Like, you know, you can sit there and you know, piss and moan and you know, say you suck, but that's not gonna make you better, yeah, <laughs> you <know>? exactly. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Get better. That's all. Like that's all you could do is get better, readjust. You know, think about it, oh, meditate yeah. on it a little bit yeah. if you can. Yeah, I think meditation's huge. I don't know if you guys meditate at all. No, well, I've been actually I've been reading a lot about it. Of you know, it seems like something I kind of want to get into. Of like just kind of clearing my mind and being well, able to focus a little bit more on things. And you know, you're just observing yourself. Yeah, you know, yeah. and just observing your brain and your thoughts and realizing they're just thoughts. They're not you. And mm-hmm. like, and then be like, okay, well, where does this thought come from? Like. You know, and just trying to find the root of sometimes it's your emotions that, you know, negative energy that yeah, like exactly, causes yeah. those thoughts. And you're like, why am I feeling that way? <laughs> and you don't like, you just, you just feel that way, you yeah. know, but like, it's just understanding it's not you. And I don't know. So I always think, you know, I know it's hard. I wouldn't have never, I thought that was like voodoo stuff as a kid. Like, I was like, that's weird. Oh yeah. Like yeah. when you're a kid, you don't really understand that, that part of anything. No, you know, I just want to get the doo-doo stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like chicks and. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. But finishing up that baseball thing on my part, you look at it, and some of the seniors we do have, some of them do realize that, hey, I might not be what's best for the team moving forward. So yeah. you, you can see that in a few of them. That's, that, and that's hard. That's hard. And yeah. I, I and that's a, that's a pretty impressive thing for a kid of that yeah. age to, to come you know, to that realization. You know, it's like we were just talking about. It's good self-realization. That yeah. They can actually point out, hey – you know, I'm not the greatest at this, and there's somebody better. But if this is going to help the team, like yeah, yeah, you it's at that age, it's that's pretty impressive to see. Yeah, and I think that's kind of why maybe I actually stuck away from baseball in high school is because I'm, yeah, I was just saying you never really played baseball in high school, did you? No, I just uh, I ended off on a World Series championship with uh, <laughs> like the was it the senior league or something like that, or, uh, or maybe the junior juniors league? Goes junior league like thirteen and fourteen. Yeah, I junior think. league. Yeah. We were the champion. Like uh, I signed up late, got got on Hardesty's team or whatever because they lost. They lost Ryan Cooley. Oh, Ryan yeah. Cooley got hurt. If I get <laughs> Hardesty came in, the heart uh, and soul of the team, Ryan Cooley. <laughs> uh, but like we had a sick team for yeah. that. Like, we won, like I, mean, I said, losing Cooley's a big blow. Yeah, I, mean, I was know, bad nine. So this is how like I was. I was a starter. Yeah. on the team, but I wasn't like one of like I was probably like I would bet anywhere from like seventh to ninth. But uh, I had a bases loaded, two out double. Uh, in that game, the World Series game or whatever. So that's what that's what I ended my career on. <laughs> hey, you right gotta go there. out on yeah, top. Yeah, I just went out on top. <laughs> I mean, obviously I play softball now yeah. and stuff like that. But I just never dedicated to I was playing hockey. I played a lot of roller hockey and stuff like that. So I just wasn't and with soccer and like just doing other stuff. I just ne- didn't have enough time to also yeah. dedicate to baseball. And they were pretty serious about dedication to yeah, baseball. When you get to that age, yeah, you're yeah. getting into you gotta be kind of a little bit more serious about it. It's not Oh, drop your kids off and basically a glorified babysitter. When yeah. you're 13, 14, it's getting a little bit more serious. Yeah, like, yeah. And it's, a, it's a big commitment yeah, and stuff sure. like that. So after playing soccer and then after playing hockey, like, I could, you know, I could have. Yeah. 
but I'll I say you're still pretty good. You know, we play softball stuff together, and yeah, Steiner is uh, five years running now, most aggressive base runner in the yeah, league. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> aggressive base runner. I had, <laughs> I've kind of slowed down from that now. You have, you've you've lost a step or two, like Benny the Jet Rodriguez. Well, but, uh, I've seen. I'm not. I'm not willing to try as hard as much yeah, anymore. Like, yeah. I realize, like, okay, that's not even worth it. Yeah, you kind of you get to a certain age, like you're. You know, 24, 25, it's like, all right, I'm going full bore, yeah. sliding across the field. But that's now it's like, what? I got to work in the morning. I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to mess up my legs for a week. Like, this. oh, I'm yeah. Oh, scraping your legs up on a slide. Oh, like, and then it's like all summer. Oh, yeah. Like, it never goes away. Like, and then as soon as it's about to get healed, you do it again. And yeah. It's like, for what? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. For what? What a free t shirt at the end of the year. Like, <laughs> these are regular season games. They don't even matter towards that. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's what uh, I'm saying. Oh, yeah. So uh, I, I've become a little bit more conservative in my body, <laughs> throwing it around for med softball. <laughs> Instead of actually, I've tried to write the com- a comedy about med softball league, which is writes itself, really. Oh, yeah, it does. I've always thought about that, too. Like, I had this thing, uh, I don't know, I've always been thought about starting to write and stuff like that. And, you should. Uh, I yeah, think there's a lot yeah. of... Uh, a lot of stuff in softball, because I always thought about just back on, because I've been playing since I was 19 years old. Yeah, so. you've been playing softball, yeah. Yeah, so... I definitely have a lot of different stories. So, oh yeah, you need help with that uh, with that writing. I could probably help. Well, you I guess out I'll send you the script. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, you're serious. Yeah, because you have. Because I didn't play softball like at a high school. Yeah, then we we called you to come. I think sub or something at one of our leagues at one point. Yeah, right? at the Lincoln Park League or something. Yeah. You guys had injuries or something. It's kind of like, yeah, like, all right, whatever. And I subbed a couple times there, and then yeah, like so. Uh, I've always been good defensively. Like that's never yeah. been like a real issue. I, my arm's gotten a lot stronger though. Got As stronger? I've gotten stronger, yeah, really? I wasn't because I never worked out or anything <laughs> in high school, so I was always. Mine's just... the opposite. Like mine, like I don't. Know, I've always had kind of shoulder and, and elbow problems, and just okay. like kind of as I get older, just yeah, for sure, you know, it just gets worse and yeah. worse. So you see myself like slowly moving closer and slower throwing. So it's like, oh, I start out at third base, and I'm gonna go to short to yeah. second. Like I'll just play first. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> <know>. <laughs> I don't need to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was always like probably like a second base because I was always like. Yeah, you're always you're quick too, and you can get to stuff. You have good, yeah. you know, good range. And yeah, but I was never like the again the best player on the team. Yeah, right? like I went to the shortstop. Or yeah, whatever. I mean, I was never the best player on any team. Yeah. I, I was like the backup to the third <laughs> yeah, shortstop. Exactly. Like they were pitching. Like yeah, we, exactly. We were, like yeah. or you come in for a defensive replacement in the yeah, seventh yeah, inning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Darwin Barty <laughs> <laughs> type ass. Hey, all that BP you've been throwing, get yeah. that arm a little bit stronger. Yeah. Well, no, I've been throwing like a decent amount of BP, and that I, I helps. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, the kids need it, I think. Yeah. Um, and like when they when they throw, they're just like messing around and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah like I never got that when you just like okay, we're gonna do hitting and you're just throwing the ball like forty miles an hour. Yeah, I'm just like, no, like barely lobbing. Yeah, yeah, I'm get like up there and throw the freaking ball and let yeah, them you yeah. know let them hit live pitching at, at, yes. a, at a high speed. We're not gonna get ready by hitting forty miles. Exactly. So I try to like zip it in a little bit yeah. if I can. I mean, I don't yeah, get a little something hard. on it, but yeah. yeah. Get you them. know, or at least get it closer so it looks like it's coming in faster. Yeah, you know, sitting yeah. You know, forty feet away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do. Yeah, we usually bring it in. And I just yeah, throw it decent. Yeah. That's what I like to do at least. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I like to like make things more difficult. So when you do anything below that, it's a little yeah. bit easier. And it just yeah. it makes sense. That's like my thought. In, like video yeah, games. Exactly. Like I would go to like the hardest level right away, just so like. I figure if I could do this, anything below this is cake. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that's uh yeah that's my that's my theory on that. Uh, but I enjoy coaching. It's been, a, like I said, it's been a learning process for me, um, especially at a varsity level. Like, I've coached my brother's, like, uh, Bantam hockey team. And that's something I'm a little bit more knowledgeable in, like, playing 
Yeah, and you really you, played a lot more hockey. I played hockey a lot games. of hockey. See, I'm kind of the opposite. I never played hockey. You know, I was never really into hockey all that much, so yeah. I couldn't ever speak to it or to yeah, yeah. Like coach it or anything. But I did I did pretty well with that. I was like 21, so I was like real young to be a head coach or whatever, and the kids actually gave me you know, a decent amount of respect for mm-hmm. like a 21-year-old or whatever. I was just really hard on my brother, so I'd oh, like yeah. yell at him and make him like <laughs> sit. Even though he's like one of my best players, so he's not the best player. But, yeah, like, but you, can, you also don't yeah. want to show favoritism, and exactly. You know, so you almost go way too far the other way. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yep, yep, yeah. Oh yeah, you can. Like my mom would be at the games, like hear me yell. I was like my mom, would be like, yeah, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> I just it was a whole ruse to just be able to yell at my brother and yeah. belittle him basically in front of his friends. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I enjoy coaching because you know uh, I get involved emotionally involved though to the games a little bit. I want to win. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like everybody wants to win, and then yeah. you know you you feel like it's your team. You know it is yeah. your team. You're one of the coaches, and yeah. it's you wanna you know. You want to do good, and you want to make sure you're making the right decisions. And, yeah. yeah. You know, when you win, it's it's awesome. You yeah. Know, you know, when it all comes together, to see the put... kids win, and it's a you know it's a great feeling. Yeah. yeah. I enjoy when like you know yeah when it all comes together after you put in all this extreme amount of work to get to that point. Oh yeah, for nobody sure. Nobody gets to this one. I'm saying everybody like enjoys a winner, but like nobody enjoys the process of getting to that point. All the exactly. hard work it took to get there. Oh yeah. You know, nobody ever sees that part of it, but I did. I always thought that was always my favorite part. Like, even playing baseball growing up, like I always liked practice a lot more than games. Like, I really? loved just oh. out there dicking around with the teammates and yeah. practicing. Like, that's my that's where some of my best memories are from doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. growing up, you know. Well, I enjoyed like playing with my friends. Yeah, like yeah. I like going to play roller hockey games at like Council Point or whatever. Like oh, yeah. that's how I played a lot of hockey during like the summer times or whatever. But it was like a lot of fun just Oh, absolutely. And then you hang out, talk, yeah, talk after, bond. Have you been by that thing lately? Not really. And it's it's a mess up there, dude. Like Yeah. The rink is probably all tore apart. Yeah, no. Yeah. For something that was so nice oh, you know, man. when they first made that. My memories are all <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. That's how I feel too. It's like I go to these old baseball fields that, like, you'll be adjusted. And our friends when we're growing up used to go play at, and they're all like grown over. And it's like, man, how much we played there and the yeah. stuff we did when we were little kids. Like, are kids like, not doing that? Like, are they not no, going out and just playing? No, not playing? at all. Like, like I remember, you know, being a little kid. You know, we'd go every single day in the summer and go play baseball, and then at five o'clock right around, we'd have practice for our actual baseball team. Like, now whose fault is it? Like, is, is it kids' fault? Know. Like, mine let, was like, you know, we naturally wanted to do that, so I don't know if it's the kids. and the, but Did my you mom, naturally want to do it, or did we just not, you grow up not having as much access to Yeah, like, you know, I didn't have we, access to as much stuff as we do now. Yeah, like, you have unlimited yeah. TV, basically. Yeah, exactly. But my mom was always like, okay, if it's not raining, like, you guys are going outside. Yeah. And, you know, I don't care what you guys are doing, you're going yeah. outside. But, yeah. you know, that was always part of it. But, you know, we also wanted, we loved baseball so yeah. it was always like us and it was it was weird like we'd go up to where the like Lincoln Park American majors fields are now and we'd like just go up there like 10 o'clock every day and there'd be like 10 kids would show up yeah. we'd just play like yeah. nobody called anybody oh, we yeah. didn't have texting right? like it was just like oh, hey, yeah. show up <laughs> Like yeah. it, and it was all like our friends. It'd be like Joey, Sean Gawenda, oh, you know, people just show up and play. Man, we'd have a tournament at Council yeah, Point. Nobody called anybody. They never <laughs> just went up there Saturday. Yeah. We'd have like 14, yeah, like people draw just sticks. Show up to play, yeah. God. Like you don't see that kind of shit no. anymore. Maybe we got to like bring it back for them or something. <laughs> yeah, like, like, I don't know what to do. But like you said, there's so much more stuff now that kids have access to. It's to all do. junk, though. Yeah, it is. And it's just like. 
You know, I'd rather go out and do something than I couldn't sit at home and play video games nonstop. Or, you know, I, maybe it's awareness that's all coming together as we are as a people realizing like how much it's overtaken us and yeah. stuff like that. And we'll yeah. bring the pendulum back this way. Yeah, like I don't think people kind of realized it as it was like building up. Yeah. It's getting to a point now where it's kind of reaching a fever like, pitch and it's... You everybody's know, like, holy crap, I'm spending eight hours yeah. a day on social media. You don't really realize TV it at the time and, until all of a sudden you just look up one day and you're like... I'm, I haven't been outside in days. And yeah. I yeah. Been, you know, sitting at home and doing this. I mean, you don't even have to go outside to get food or anything anymore. No, you can have everything no, delivered. Man, yeah, right, you know? exactly. everything. Yeah. Right? No, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of like it's, it's it's a scary spiral. It's only getting like mm-hmm. easier and easier to be lazier and unmotivated almost. Not saying everybody is, but it's, no, but it, it's easier know, to do now. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's easier. It's way easier. Like, if I wanted to come home from work on Friday afternoon and literally not leave my house until Monday, Monday to to morning work. to go to work, I could do it. And have yeah. a few good meals and have you know yeah. anything I needed. Like yep. you know, it's not it's not hard to do really at all. Not yep. at all. So um we I yeah. I, I see it probably coming back. We're gonna like parents will hopefully start more like okay, Cause, yeah. but it's so easy. I, I get it because it's so easy. Like you don't want to deal with your kid. You probably got your hard life going on and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Here, take this iPad. Just get away from oh, me yeah. for a little bit. Yeah. And the kid gets addicted to the iPad because mm-hmm. he just loves visuals and sounds and colors. Yeah, and, and that's what kids do. Like yeah. kids are, yeah. you know, they're they see stuff like that. They're gonna get addicted to it. Like they're two years old. Like, <laughs> like, that's what he yeah. knows. But you know, like I have a couple friends now that are you know having kids, and you know the one they're. Was no TV for the first year of, it, uh, of their yeah. life, so which I think was good. And then even now, like I think just turned two, they only have like a half hour a day that they let the kid watch yeah. TV, which is you know impressive. They but even they said they're like trying to fill the rest of that time with stuff for these this kid to do, like without yeah. just sticking them in front yeah. of the TV. It's, it's hard. Yeah, and then you know most parents aren't going to make that sort of commitment to you and know. The, and maybe they're li- you know because where their their selves are at in their lives it yeah. might be hard. And I get yeah. it. Stressed yeah, I get out it for and sure. You have your own addictions and mm-hmm. like so, but uh, yeah, we need. I think I think there's something about sunlight and being out with like oh, yeah, the, like absolutely. it's good for you. It's good for your psyche. It is. You know, it you is. just it's good it to really get outside. Is. You know, even vitamin. You know, you get what vitamin D. C, from the sun, vitamin D. D yeah, absolutely like, get it all. Like it's all you know, good. Your your body just needs that sort of thing. Your body's not meant to be indoors all day. I, I love having a dog, Linus, because he makes me kind of make him go walk him everywhere. Like I'm like I I do it for him. You know, like yeah, if I was if I didn't have, I don't know if I'd take the walk. But I feel so I always feel so much better after just taking a yeah. walk. Yeah, just getting outside is good for your brain, good for your you know, good for your soul. It's like you just you need that. Yes. Uh, so listen, kids, we're just, I know we're getting old <laughs> and stuff, but we're just, let us lay down some wisdom. To yes. You. We're laying down the wisdom. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I just, you know, back to coaching. I just want these kids to get better. And I hope long as I hope, uh, maybe you can speak on this cause I, I don't hear well, so I don't know what they're saying about me. <laughs> <laughs> like they could be like talking crap right behind me. I really don't have any yeah, idea. That is very true. Whatever. I don't care. What, <laughs> you know, I've enjoyed this being deaf part. So I was going to say, that's almost got to be sort of a blessing in some sense is that you yeah. can't really hear all that well. Yeah. This is the only time I, I, I probably really enjoy doing these cause this is like the one time I can like really hear like with headphones <laughs> yeah, on and stuff like saying, this. Yeah. So I enjoy this part. You don't have to listen to all the kind of bullshit in the world. Or oh my gosh, like, there's so ask. much. Let me let me let me have this conversation for everybody right now. Right? <laughs> That's Michigan weather for you. Yeah, yeah. I've had it. Yeah, <laughs> there oh you God, go. I've had we don't it. have to say it again. Yeah. Nobody, we don't have to talk about it. 
That's Michigan weather for I it. I get it. I yeah. get it. You know, that's Michigan weather for it. Uh, so, all. yeah, I don't miss uh, those kind of conversations. Yeah, exactly. I could just, like, yeah. And you can always use it as a crutch. You can just act like you don't hear people. You yeah. Know? And you I probably like, do. I mean, I do do it for You can always just be like, I don't know. What? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I try not to. I try to be an honest person and stuff like that. Because then if you if you start adding lies and stuff, then you know what you lied about. That's just too much for me. I'd rather it's just try to be... tangled web, my friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. I, rather than lie, I might not tell you the exact truth or everything. You know what I mean? Like, I'll, you, know, you don't need to know everything. Yeah, yeah. It just, I'm not going <laughs> to... You didn't ask. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't know I had to give that information up. Uh, but I hope the kids know that, like... It's all coming from a good place. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, if, oh, I, yeah. if they ever feel like I'm mean or upset at them or something like that, it's just because I want them to be better, do better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, they should want that for themselves. Yeah. And I get over it every day after the game. You know, like it is what, you know, in the heat of the moment, man. I've been in there. I've been, so, I've been oh, upset, yeah. you know? Yeah, for sure. Like, you know, we all had our moments playing, you know, playing sports growing up. And then it's like, I wasn't always one that let it kind of linger that long. It was yeah, like maybe yeah. maybe an hour after the game. Yep. You know, you think yeah. about it, but you know, I'd always kind of get over it pretty quick. Yeah, get over it. There's yeah. another one to be had. Yeah, exactly. Okay, we got a game tomorrow. Let's go out and do it. Yeah, like okay. I'm glad that you're upset a little bit because that means you yeah, care. Yeah, you care. But don't let it emotionally affect you to where it's like affecting you. Yeah, for a long period, it's just not worth it. Oh yeah, absolutely. So get over it. Let's move on. Get better. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Um, so, yeah, as long as I hope they know that they're, it's coming from a good place. And when they do know that, you can get away with a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. once you build a reputation and show, you know, it's all, it's how you act. You it's know about what building saying? respect, too. Yeah. You know, once, you, once they kind of trust you, they respect you, then, you know, you can get away with a little bit more of that sort of thing of being, they understand why you're being, you know, an asshole to them. You yes. Know? They understand, okay, he's doing this because I was doing something wrong and he's trying to get something through to my yeah. head. Yeah, yeah, like... It's almost an act a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I got to show them. I'm not really even pissed off. But yeah. I got to show them I'm pissed <laughs> off so they get it. Yeah. Because yeah. I, w- I can't just be like, hey, man, like, you got to do it. Like, this, they want, this, I'm not putting an emphasis enough on, like, what you need to do. Don't do that yeah, again. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, there's a couple kids I've yelled at, and, like, they're great kids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> great kids. Like, but, like, no, stop being stupid. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it, that's the hardest part is just trying to get through to one with that. It's like, you know. But the more we break it now, the better they'll all be off for oh, yeah. the long run yeah. in life. Especially like you guys said you have a, a younger team. If you can get them, like, at their sophomore level to be, you know, to trust you and respect you, yeah. that's a lot less work down the road that you guys have to do. And, I'm you know, saying. When they're seniors and it's, they're going to trust you and whatever you say to them, they're going to understand and, you know. And listen to so. And not only that, I'm seeing even as like them as men for the rest of their lives. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. uh, learning being disciplined is a skill. Oh yeah, for sure. And it takes yeah. a lot of practice to be disciplined. And yeah, and you're not just running head force into doing something without thinking about it first. Like yeah. that yeah. discipline, it helps you out a lot in life. You yeah, know, that's kind of, that kind of stuff. So. You know, I would love everyone to be a self motivator. Yeah. That would be the that'd be the best, but we're not that way. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people, and they need outside external motivation and to push them. So yeah. that, you know, sometimes everybody's different. Everybody has a different psyche. That's like Every the kid. You know, Phil Jackson. You know, I don't know if you've ever read his his coaching. Book. I've never read, but Phil Jackson, the old coach, the of, old coach uh, of the Lakers, the Chicago Bulls, and he has his one of his main coaching philosophies is that there's three different types of players, and with those three different types of players, there's three different ways to treat them. One, you give them a kick in the ass. Two, you give them a pat in the ass. And three, you do nothing. Those are the only three. And he goes, and different players 
respond to different things. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, if you look at, you know, uh, and Joe Torre was kind of speaking to it, the same thing, that he did the same thing with the Yankees. Like, for instance, you know, A-Rod. A-Rod was a guy that needed to kick in the ass. He needed you to yell at him. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, demean, okay. you know, and demean him and stuff like that, whereas Derek Jeter was more of you had to kind of kiss his ass a little bit, and then he'd play well. Yeah. But then you have players that are self-motivated. You don't have to do anything. They just come in, do what they're supposed to do, yep. and go. Yep, so. Yeah. Even when they're struggling, you see that they're working and they're working at it. So yeah, they don't exactly. almost need you to like add on because there's there is a thing. It's too much, and I think sometimes that's when a kid is trying to figure something out and he has three, four people trying to like help him out. Yeah, that is one of the the, the big things too is trying to you know simplify things down to okay, just one person's working with him. Yeah. He doesn't need three different philosophies being thrown in his yeah. face at you know fifteen years old. That's hard to take in, and you know yeah. kind of. Compute all that. Yes. Yeah. You know, and then you're hard on yourself. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah, the coaching is it's a lot of psychology. Oh yeah, for sure. A lot of psychology, sure. understanding players' egos and stuff like that. And like that, that's probably again one of the biggest learning experiences I've had. And Ambrose does a great job. He does because he's he's pretty calm, but he also knows when to get fired up a little bit. Oh, like yeah. it's kind of all an act a little bit. You but know it, what I'm but it's also one of those things too that with Ambrose's personality is that he's a pretty calm, easygoing person. But so when he does get upset and yell, they know he means business. Yes, they know yeah. it's not just, yep. he's always like this yes. and yelling. You know? That's my dad. You know, that's what I learned from my dad. Like, there was only a few times he got really upset, but, like, he, it was a reason why yeah. he got upset. You know, when he's yelling, he's legitimately upset. Yeah, like, nothing get this guy bad. Yeah, so, like, if he is, then it's something. Like, <laughs> okay, I need to step back. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. this guy's telling me. Yeah, exactly. My mom would be like, oh, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. My dad... Whatever, you know, hey, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. You know, he bought me uh, the Afro Man CD when I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I didn't even like, I didn't even know what weed was. I never even seen <laughs> weed. <laughs> but I, was, I had the Afro Man CD. It's just so oh. funny. Like, when things are like cliche and stuff, and you like, it's just like, oh, oh, oh. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, so. like, bro, you hear that new Afro Man <laughs> <Yeah>. CD? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like, you're in fifth grade. Yeah. So, uh, but my dad has always been like pretty chill. I just relax, you know, uh, yeah. let me kind of figure things out. That's how my parents always, you know. Were. I mean, you, yeah. you met my parents, yes. Too. Oh, great people. I guys, thanks. You came on vacation with us. To I did. We went to Florida, <laughs> yeah. Saw some spring training tigers, yeah. yelled at George Springer, yeah. Uh, that was right when uh, I think Korea, too, like they were just coming up, yeah. There, yeah, that was actually a pretty good game to go. Like, looking back on it now, oh, like, yeah, all the players that were in there, it was like Altuve, yeah, Altuve, Korea, yeah. Springer. It was all like their first years of like coming oh, yeah. in. It was a nice little game we went yeah, to. It was it pretty cool. We were big Springer fans and stuff like that because of fantasy, and he was he kills it sometimes. Yeah, it's very, yeah, he's killing it right now. I think you had Korea from like the year before, I think that you kept or something. Oh, yeah, well, I've been keeping it. <laughs> yeah, so you're like, oh, I got to go check this guy out. I got him. <laughs> you know, I've had him on my team. Yeah. Like, he hadn't even played a major league game yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was good. Uh, but yeah, a lot of good learning experiences through my first. How would you assess me so far, A Bear? You, you've done a great job so far. Uh, just coming up, coming over to Lincoln Park, uh, I, I feel you've done a pretty good job keeping it. Even keel with all of the guys, uh, haven't heard anything bad about you from any of the good, guys. So good, I mean, that's, that's, that, a, that's a positive. Yeah, there you so, go. Yeah. Hey, long story, yeah. I do think it would have been pretty funny if he was like, You are horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Cut, <laughs> just blindside you out of nowhere. Like, yeah, <laughs> you can. I, 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 we need criticism. And yeah. critique. You do. How you am know, I supposed yeah. to get better if, like, people like you know, like, I always say. If I was like to be an owner or something like that, like I wouldn't want to surround myself with yes people. Oh no, not at all. Like, like you know, oh. 
like my you know, my job now, like you know, I work you know, directly under the the CEO, and that was the one thing he said. He's like, you know, I don't want people to just say yes to me. He goes, I want people to argue with me. Yeah, that's why I hire people that are smarter than me to work for me. Let's figure this out. Argue with me. I'm not always going to have the right answer. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's the way it should be. Yeah, you know, and like yeah. So as as a coach, like to 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 a young person, like. Don't take everything I say literal or you have to yeah. take what works for you and what makes sense. Yeah. Everybody's different. You know, you, you know, not what worked for me is not necessarily going to work for you and yeah. you know, vice versa. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so much of a mental game. This whole life is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This whole life is. But baseball in one day can send you through all the emotions of like oh, life, yeah. you know, oh. the ups and downs. I've been there numerous times. Right? I have as well. You, you can have the worst game yeah. going on in your life, but then have an opportunity at the end of the game to like make up no, redemption yeah, for, sure. for it. You know, yeah. like so the lows and the highs. Just yeah, mm-hmm. it's a great time. Going going into that little side story, I coach eighteen U uh, yeah. Park Rails. This past summer, we were down in Youngstown at the World Series. We were down going into the seventh inning, one nothing. We come back, score. Three runs and win the game. So, losing the entire time, turn it around that last inning, go and win it in walk-off fashion. Yeah. It's great winning a battle. It is. Oh, yeah. A long battle. And winning those like kind of walk-off games, I've been a part of a, a couple of them, and it's it's so fun. It's something yeah. you remember oh. for the rest of your life. Yes. Uh, I mean, I, I've probably already spoken about it on this, but like Chet Putex, a couple of his goals oh, yeah. uh, that I saw like when we were, should not have beat teams that we beat in hockey – were amazing. Like yeah. they were yeah. like, just, it is what it is. Yeah. They're beautiful pieces of art. And go and ask, go ahead and ask Chet. He'll tell you. About yeah, it. he'll tell you all about <laughs> it. But I was on the ice yeah. from my perspective. It is, and I'm a pretty good hockey player. And what he did was just dominant. Oh, for sure. In a, a time where everybody's watching, twelve <laughs> seconds left on the ice. It's in our like we're just trying to tie the game. Yeah, not this guy. <laughs> His, he's telling Brian Ambrose, because we had a play for them, I was supposed to flip it to him. He's like, no, man, I'm going to take it. He just took the puck between the guy's center's legs, split the D, and score. Did it twice. Jesus. Twice. <laughs> but you know what, though? Like, those are the kind of players that are, like, that's almost like what differentiates those, like, great players from good players yeah. is that he had it in his mind, like, no, I'm not just playing to tie. Like, yeah. I want to win this game. Yeah, yeah. that's his yeah, mentality. Yeah, that's always his mentality for everything. You know, and it rubs off. Yeah. It rubs off on oh, me. Yeah. It rubs like, off on I don't care way. if I'm down. Like, I'm like, all right, I got to get back. How can I get back slowly yeah. at this? Like, mm-hmm. I never give up. You never think that you're out of it. Yeah. Know, you know. Even if how delusional it might be. Well, you never know. Like, yeah. you yeah. But you got to have stuff. that mentality. Like, mm-hmm. never give up. You never know. Until the last, you know, and I've been a part of some crazy times. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because of that mentality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, where people, everybody wrote us off. Yeah. Impossible stories. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's a, it's great to have that. Uh, that. It's probably why I love the comeback stories so much and oh, stuff yeah. like that. Because yeah. the underdogs. Everybody loves an underdog story. Right? Well, speaking of that, let's get into, uh, we all brought five favorite sports movies and five least favorite sports movies. Okay. Uh, did you listen to the episode, the March Madness episode? I listened to a little bit of it. Um okay. Once I heard that some of those movies weren't on, I banned the episode. You banned the episode. Well, I'm going to tell I was, I was protesting the rest of it because that wherever you guys got this list from was just <laughs> bananas. Oh, please go back and give the episode a listen to the March Madness. Uh, if you want to listen to like us talk about sports movies and find out who the winner was. 
You didn't find out who the winner was. I know. I, I, I have to go back to Do it. I, have to, I, I don't want to give a spoiler alert. I was literally so furious in my car listening to it that I had to There's stop There's a lot of people. We talked about that, right? <laughs> about the movies that aren't on it. Uh, See, I wouldn't just baseball movies, though, with mine. Did so, you? Oh, yeah. a little bias. But I, I could speak to some of the, uh, you know, some of the. And the, the whole reason that this kind of came up for me, like I was thinking about it, was I don't know if anybody ever has. Uh, MLB network. Oh yeah. During the yeah. off season, oh, like, yeah. it's the network. I always put it on like whenever I'm just kind of doing stuff around the house and just having it on. But during the off season, they always just play baseball movies because there's no baseball going on. So, you know, I started like thinking. I'm like, some of these are awful. <laughs> like, you know, oh yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like yeah. and yes. so like you know, spoiler alert. One of my number ones is played on there pretty regularly. Is it the Babe Ruth one or no? <laughs> my number one worst one is on there. But all right. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, uh, but yeah, I just started thinking. I'm like. Some of these are terrible. So yeah. I was going through like my five best and five worst, but like, all right, you know, yeah, we can talk about it. So let's do this. Let's uh, we'll all go and give our number fives. We'll go number five, uh, top five or worst five. We'll top. We'll start top five. We'll go top five, best, okay, and then worst, all right, and then best, then four, three, two, one. Okay, that okay. Makes all sense. right. So the top five best, uh, most favorite. Who do you have, Jay? I have, uh, for baseball, Little Big League. Little Big League. And I think this is one of those ones that I'm kind of biased because when this movie came out, I was like the age that that kid yes. was in the movie. <laughs> yes. So it was like, and, but I see it now and I'm like, I still really enjoy this movie. Like, yeah. it's a fun, it's got Mickey Tettleton's in it. Like, <laughs> where are you going to see a cameo I, for Mickey Tettleton in any sort of movie? You know? I did not put him in it, <laughs> but I thought about it. Yeah. I thought about it because it is like my dream. Like, it was, oh, like, absolutely. It was like my dream. dream to own a baseball team <laughs> exactly. and like and coach it also. And I think it's a pretty decent movie. I yeah. mean, besides the fact that like one of the players is banging his mom, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's still like well, a, you know, it's still a pretty good movie. It's a nice he, family fo- family movie, but and then he told uh, that guy that he could like marry his mom or something oh, like yeah, that if he had a home, home run to go send him into like the next round of the playoffs it's or the, into the playoffs. That King Griffey Jr. robbed him, and then he robbed him <laughs> right in front of his mom. Well, you had a lot of baseball player cameos in that, yeah. too, which was cool. Which a lot of movies you didn't see do that, like, yeah. You know, at that level, which you had, I think, Ken Griffey Jr., Randy Johnson, like, which yep. was, you know, cool to see. You don't really see that in a lot of movies. Yeah. So, but, yeah, that's my number five, uh, top five baseball. My top five, number five, would probably have to be the Mighty Ducks. The Mighty Ooh. Ducks. Okay. Yeah. Just number one? Yes. Okay. Num- number know. one. I, when I was younger, I mean, I used to love the animated series. I thought all players were going to be Ducks. When I watched the NHL, but then watching the live-action Mighty Ducks movie with Emilio Estevez, just... Oh, was, it's amazing. Yeah. I, I, it. I watched the third one recently. Uh-oh. Come oh, on, hold on. Can we, can, can we get to these lists? <laughs> one one movie at a time. On, I don't step on your toes, bro. Uh, Dude, I do like the the Mighty Ducks, though. It was, it's one of those movies that's uh, kind of a childhood thing, too, that you, oh, know, you yeah, look yeah. back yeah. on it. And and like, I didn't even play hockey, and I'm like... This movie's awesome. Well, that's exactly. what I, I think. That's where I went wrong with the March Madness. So the list that I got wasn't accounting into like people's like childhoods. Yeah, like, and, like, it went more like critically acclaimed. Yeah, it's what yeah. It yeah. Like to me. more yeah. Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, and that stuff kind like of that, stuff. Like, rather than, but like I love Mighty Ducks. Like you know, I didn't oh, even yeah. play hockey, and I was still shooting knuckle pucks all across. Oh my yeah, back right. <laughs> so mm-hmm. all right, so my number six and five. Oh, sorry, I have two number five. I could have picked one. All right, okay. I'll allow it. Talladega Nights and Rookie of the Year. 
Ooh. Ooh, okay. Rookie of the Year is actually my next one, so uh, my, okay. my number four. So, uh, <laughs> well, Talladega Nights just said a lot of like, it was just, I thought it was like one of the funniest movies ever. Oh, when yeah, I, absolutely. It came out, um, and I still quote it. And, oh, yeah. It's one of like any of those like early kind of Will Ferrell movies. Yeah. Like, it's, they're all super quotable. Yeah, Bad Step Brothers. Yes. Then it got played out a little. He just, that character. And yeah, had, exactly. And, you know, but oh, when I first saw that, I was it was one of the funniest movies yes, I've ever seen. I was, yeah, why? So, oh. uh, tally, well, I'm sorry, uh, Rookie of the Year. So oh, it's, it's we'll amazing. talk about that one, yes. right? It's, it's <laughs> one of the most amazing. I almost, I almost put it at number one. Again, I almost had a real case for this for number uh, one. Childhood, fa- you know, like oh, this dream happening. Yeah, so. <laughs> you have Daniel Stern as a pitching coach. Like, right? that's just a great casting. Like, yes. The casting is that, like, Gary Busey as the Rocket. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that's just, like. I don't know how it didn't win an Oscar. Like, to be honest, like, it should have <laughs> won an Oscar. <laughs> Revote. Retroactively, it should have won an Oscar Let's for 1993. <laughs> <laughs> did I, oh, you didn't listen. I, I was going to say, did I have, how far did Rookie, Rookie of the Year was it in my uh I don't think, I think it was like all like kind of the childhood yeah, ones. Yeah, the childhood ones, ones really like, that's where we missed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and number uh, four for oh. A-Bear? Number four for the best movie. Yes. Uh, oh, that, I'm sorry. Yeah, we'll do that. Let's go. Yeah, just because I, I kind of got skewed for that. But. Yeah. Number four for me would be uh, Moneyball. Moneyball. Ooh, good like movie. Yeah. Uh, good quality movie about the A's and. I like, do love that movie. Actually, that, it's, that's, that's one of like the best like true movie movies. Yeah, that I, it's that based I on like yeah. A, yeah, like things that really happen. And like not to be that guy, but. I read the book before seeing it. <laughs> and, like, the book is super interesting. Yeah. And I remember, like, thinking, like, when they're coming out with a, a you know, a movie on I'm like, how are they going to make this into a movie? Yeah, like, right? The book is more just analytical and, yeah. like, talking. But there's a lot of, like, insight of how they made all these trades, like, background on it. So it is, I would recommend reading yeah. it, especially if you're into that yeah. kind of thing for baseball. But, yeah, that was one of my, uh, you know, one of my favorite, you know, baseball movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for but sure. But especially going into it, with me being a coach and just getting into it at that time. Oh, yeah, for sure. Being yeah. able to watch some of, like, behind-the-scenes stuff going on, it, it was pretty that's, good. That's me. what's always, like, with the, these sort of lists is that it's always what time you saw it in your life. Yes. You, you know, that, that's a big moment of, okay, I saw this when I was 12. The kid in the movie was 12. Nostalgia. Or, you, know, you, yeah. and, you know, Mighty Ducks. Yeah, nostalgia and, you know, for Moneyball and stuff like that. But I do. That was one of my favorite, you know, movies of... No, of that year, I thought it was just amazing. So yeah, uh, my number four is Miracle. Again, just based on a real life type of situation, underdog. I mean, you see a lot of common themes in these oh, movies yeah. that yeah. we're liking and stuff. But like, yeah, and then you know, just a lot of like the history context of what was going on through all that. You know, just a big moment in life. And even though I wasn't born about it, but you could just tell like it kind of united the yeah. United States. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, and it, it's and it's another one too. Like it's really well made, and it's like the hockey in it. Uh, that's what's always my big thing is like when you do these, like movies that are supposed to be like professional athletes. Like the way they play the sports in the movies is always yeah. a big thing to me. Yeah, and it's always like the actual playing in that is really really well done. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, yeah. You know, and I'm not even a big hockey guy, but I, yeah. I did like it. Got a lot of emotion, good speeches. Oh from, yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, just well, good pump up speeches. Yeah, the guy who plays Herb Brooks, who's the coach. Um, was it Kurt Russell? Yes. Yeah. Yep. So really good. Uh, let's go. We're gonna go to the other side. Okay. And we'll do five and four. Uh, go ahead, Jay. Who's your number five? Uh, my number worst? five worst. Uh, once again, I just did all baseball. Uh, was Trouble with the Curve. I don't know if you have seen this. I've not yeah. seen it. Oh. Is bad. <laughs> <laughs> it is a. Uh, 
an old aging baseball scout that's losing his sight. So he has to have his daughter come with him on the road to be basically his eyes. And it's uh, it's bad. It, it is. Uh, uh, what's his name's in there? Clint from, Eastwood. Yeah, Clint Eastwood is the main character. And then, you know, she falls in love with another scout played by Justin Timberlake, of course. <laughs> why, would not, why would he not be a baseball uh, nice. scout at yeah, right? 22 years old? <laughs> um, but, uh. I don't know. It's just it's it's kind of like corny in every sense of the word, and everyone you see it, but it's uh, it tries to take itself way too seriously. Like I think it could have been good if they would have kind of been a little bit more self-referential about it and been yeah. like kind of more jokey, but it took itself so seriously that it's just like, oh boy, this is bad. An idea yeah. that this is kind of given me because uh, soon we will have like uh, TV in here and stuff like mm. that. Uh, we could like watch like the knuckle curve and oh, like yeah, just like talk about it and <laughs> yeah, whatever. Do a live screening. Yeah, do like a live screening or something. Like There's that. A, this is a podcast I listened to and uh, they did something similar like that to a Space Jam. Yeah, and it is pretty funny. Like, yeah, you know, but I think it, I think it'd be a good idea where you could just have like, all right, we're gonna get together, watch this movie, and just talk about it. It'd be yeah. a real good idea. Yeah. yeah. We could live, yeah, we, we could live stream that, or and then yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Put it into a podcast, whatever. Uh, who do you got over there, you bear? My number five worst movie would probably be Draft Day. I like, I like that. that. I like the movie. I mean, I, aside I, from the ending just being yeah. insane. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. I thought it was overall an okay movie. Yeah, like, it's the dream draft. It is. It, for me, it's just because being a journalist with the Mirror News at Henry yeah. Ford, I was able to be at the NFL draft a few times Yeah, inside of the journalist room at Allen Park. Let me guess. It's, it's just not real. <laughs> it, uh, it, it didn't really happen that way? Yeah. <laughs> and, and on top of that, I mean, I like it, but coming up with five movies that I don't like. Okay. It's, it's hard. It's near the bottom no, of that. my okay. list. No, I get that idea. Yeah. So, I mean. It's, it's not a hater. It's all yeah. right. Yeah, but I, I can see where Draft Day does have its, have its faults for sure. Because it's just like, uh, and it's just so crazy. Yeah. that it's just like, <laughs> come on, man. So, I had, again, a number six. Because I had to add this movie because I, I saw it up looking it up. I not, have not seen it. So, it's not officially on my I list. I think I know what it is. Because I almost put it on here, too. And I have seen it. Uh, well, it's from... Uh, Fred, the guy Fred's the Matt LeBlanc was Matt LeBlanc from yeah, Fred's yeah, called Ed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have seen it. I saw it when I was a little kid. Oh man, uh, I remember. I used to love Fred's. I I've seen like every show of Fred's. Like, I had that all the movie DVDs. was made at the height of Friends. Of, I had like, no their, idea of his popularity. That's like crazy. It's I know. Like I remember seeing it. I saw it, like whatever came out when we were like yeah. a little kid. But it's like. It was made like Matt LeBlanc was a star at that point. Yeah, like, he, he could do anything he wanted. Can he do? Does he play like? Does he have any other role besides Joey? Well, he does. He has that sitcom now where he's basically essentially the same character. I think is but, he? But he's like a father now or something. Okay, like that. but I thought I wanted more Joey. Oh no! Until no. I got Joey, I think, I think the world. <laughs> I like, oh. I think the world's been Joeyed out. Like, oh man! Like I'm like, all right, this could work. No, no. Like, I can only hear how you doing so yeah. many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. get it, dude. Yeah, you're horny forty year old. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I just wanted to talk about that because when I was looking, at, so what is the movie? It's it's uh, like he's a minor league baseball. I think he's a pitcher. Yeah, and, and the they befriends, uh, he befriends a chimpanzee who then becomes the starting third, third baseman, baseman yeah. for the team. So like, I just wanted to talk about that. Oh, and it's 
crazy. Like, I haven't seen it since I've been, like, an adult, but I remember seeing it when I was a little kid, and it was just, like, even as a kid, you're like, this is a little much. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know. So my number five movie actually is The Replacements. I oh, just feel yeah. like, come on. No, come on. It's oh, not going to happen. Yeah, like, that one is so, like... But the one thing I do like about that movie is it didn't take itself super seriously. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like a, okay, we know what this is. It's ridiculous. It is it, horrible. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, but it does kind of not take itself super seriously. That's actually my number four movie. The least favorite? So yeah. we'll just go to A-Bear's least favorite number four. <laughs> the Replacements. The Replacements, yeah, yeah. it's bad. Oh, it God, is. it is terrible. Keanu Reeves, quarterback. Keanu yeah. Reeves deserves so much better he than did. that. Who's the coach? He's also the coach for the Hoosiers uh, movie. Gene Hackman. Gene yeah. Hackman. You had, like, John Favreau in there as, like, the stud linebacker, too, that oh, was, yeah. like, an ex-cop. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, like, it's just a weird role for him. Yeah, like, you have so many of these big-name actors in that movie that yeah. you think it's going to be good, but then it goes in... That's bad. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, it gets real bad. Who is your number four? My number four is Fever Pitch. Fever Pitch. The Jimmy Fallon vehicle. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just... It's annoying to watch. Like, yeah. It really is. And I feel like... The only reason that movie is even semi-popular is because the Red Sox just happened to win the World Series that year. Like, if they didn't, it wouldn't be, you know, you wouldn't even really have heard about it. I'm afraid to watch it again, because I remember it so much better, but I probably, like, watch it as a It's pretty bad. Like, I was kind of the same way, and then I watched it recently, and I was like, I used to be a really big Jimmy Fallon fan, so So I was was probably a little bit of bias when I I first saw it. Yeah, Yeah, and now, like, maybe the humor just doesn't I think that's kind of what it is for me, too, is that it just... I don't know, he's a little too much. Yeah. <laughs> like you can do have a little subtlety, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, all right. Uh, I'll go to my number four. MVP. Most Valuable Primate. <laughs> <laughs> Where, uh, primate. A lot of chimpanzee-based movies. Yeah, like, like they went the dog route. <laughs> then they tried to, like, do bug. Like, just there was it. kind of a phase in the 90s where there was a lot of animals playing, playing sports. sports movies. Like, yeah. So MVP tries the guy tries to play. This is ridiculous. The the, yeah. the hockey's bad. Just it's just bad. Oh, uh, we'll go back to the favorite side. Jay, your number three favorite uh, movie. My number three was actually Moneyball. Moneyball yeah, it was actually Moneyball. Mine was also Moneyball. <laughs> We've kind of already talked about. But it, that. you know, like I said again, it was a it was a great movie. It's something great. that I'm super interested in too. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. It was, you know, it's super it, interesting. Yeah, and the way they did it, I think was really like I said. I I read the book, and you know, even yeah. after reading, hearing their makeup, I'm like. You know, the book's just kind of all analytics, and it yeah. did tell kind of the story, but great actors, you know, but yeah. But they did it; they did it really, really well. I thought they, yeah. it could have gone sideways. In a yeah, hurry. right. That I'm could a big, be and I'm, I'm I'm kind of biased too. I'm a big Aaron Sorkin fan. Okay, and uh, so he did that, and it was, uh, you know, I think it was it was really well done. All right, Abar, your number three favorite. My number three favorite would have to be Forty Two, the Jackie Robinson. Uh, okay. That just made miss my list for. for I have not seen that. You've that, never seen it? No. It's, oh, geez, it's a great movie. I saw it when it came out in theaters. Uh, I watch it about once a year anymore in baseball. You think season. it's pretty accurate historically? I, I do, just from. Just because, I mean, you really can't talk to Jackie, but you can talk to his wife, and she was a main part behind that movie. Yeah. And I just feel like. Being able to see the struggles from the time when he played Breaking the Color Barrier until now. Okay. That it, it's a pretty good movie. Good. I'll oh, to... yeah, for sure. It is. It's, I thought it was really well done, too. And it, it does kind of show the, without, like, being overly, like, kind of 
the racial thing on it. I mean, that's obviously the big backdrop yeah. of it, but, yeah. you know, it doesn't harp. It also has a lot of the baseball part of it, of him trying to, yeah. you know, learn a new position when he came up because he was a, you know, always a second baseman and yeah. stuff like that. So, Did he go to what, to the outfield? Uh, I think went to first base. First base oh, for okay. a while and then also the outfield. Yeah. I know that from playing a little bit of show, how's it say? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I have him. He's, he's a stud. He's yeah, super fast. pretty good. Uh, so... Yeah, so we did all the movies, right? Favorite th- number three. So we got to go to least favorite number threes? Yeah. Mine was yeah. Moneyball, so we already said that. So who's your least favorite? Uh, my least favorite number three is The Benchwarmers. The Benchwarmers. Oh, this movie is just brutal to watch. It's the one with what Rob Schneider, David, David Spade, Spade and, and fucking Napoleon Dynamite all playing yeah. uh, baseball against Little Leaguers, and it's yeah. just so cheesy and like, yeah. bad and... Maybe again, know. it would have been timing. Maybe like you would have liked. It might have been. If, if I was twelve, been... I probably would have loved that movie. But right? I saw it as an adult when it yeah, first came out, like, uh... so it's like, you know, it just I could see that this movie is bad. Like, yeah. it's all, but it's your typical kind of like Adam Sandler made movie that yeah, all kind yeah. of that follow that same plot line of, you know, throwing some fart jokes, a kid puking, and yeah. blah blah blah, and you know. It yeah. just, I don't know, I've seen it on every once in a while, and I'll try to watch it, I'll be like, yeah. God, this is bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need Chris Farley in there or something. Oh, yeah, like, <laughs> I'm under the impression that Chris Farley makes any movie better. Oh, so man, it, he was so good. Yeah. You throw him in <laughs> Citizen Kane and make it a far better <laughs> movie. What a great movie, it's beautiful, it's so funny. <laughs> I didn't expect to see Chris Farley, yeah. for sure. <laughs> really, yeah. really, Can we just, somebody <laughs> now start putting Chris Farley into everything? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and it's just, like, cut to, like, him as a Chippendales yeah, just, yeah, or just in the middle like, of every yeah. movie. Like. Animate him coming in and somewhere doing that. <laughs> yeah. Band down by the river. Oh, I'd, I'd, if I ever win the Mega Millions, I'll pay to have him put into every movie. <laughs> <laughs> really Whatever you gotta do. <laughs> Let's start a GoFundMe for that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, wait, we're on three, number three. Yeah, number three worst. on the worst. Yeah. Worst? Yeah. I'm with you on the bench one. Oh, so, oh. so bad. I, I was young enough when that movie came out and I didn't like it. And then. even you could see that okay, it was so okay. All right, that, that makes me Mr. feel Mr. 95. Yeah, Mr. 95. <laughs> and I, I, spoiler alert, I never liked Napoleon Dynamite either. I never oh. did either. Oh. And you get. Yeah. I thought it was one of the most overrated movies I've ever seen. I, I liked it like, before it got overhyped. Then it just got like everybody. Like, I thought it was okay. Down. Yeah, I, I thought was it was like, pretty funny. I didn't think but it yeah. was like, as, like the best movie I've ever seen as everybody yeah. kind of made it. It out. got yeah, pretty yeah. big. Yeah. I. When I saw him in there, I didn't like it. I wanted to like the movie, but it was. But like that guy now, like plays the same character in every single movie. Yeah. yeah. So like he's a one trick pony. That's yeah. basically all he's got. So that, that movie. But I mean, just... credit to him for trying to make the most out of yeah. it and just cash in while he can. But he made some horrible movies. Yeah. yeah. He also made that other one, what Mister Woodcock or something like that. I don't know. Was it with Billy Bob Thornton oh, banging his that? mom or something like? Yeah, I think there's one with that. It might not be. I might be thinking of a different title, but right. there is one that he's in. My number three least favorite movie is Eddie. Oh God, I forgot all about that movie. I remember was that the Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. She's the coach of the Knicks. <laughs> she wins the contest. <laughs> Knicks, you know, and of course, you know what the worst part is, is like that seems like something the Knicks would do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like the movie should have been like they just sucked. Like, yeah, it doesn't work out. Nothing ever works out like that. Come yeah, on, yeah, exactly. That's a publicity stunt. Oh God, with Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, I forgot about that movie. So it's just come on, just a 
bad. Oh, it's pretty terrible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the whole, like, idea behind it is absurd. I don't know who approved (laughs) that. Hopefully somebody got fired. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That should not have made it through approval. I didn't need anything. Uh, John Sally's in that movie, too. Who's John Sally? Oh, the uh, the basketball player. He's like the one. Yeah. And then I think he was with the Lakers for a while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so number two favorite movie for you, Jay? Uh, Sandlot. Oh man, uh, I, didn't, yeah. I forgot about that. How do you forget about the Sandlot? Dude? I don't know, it's just, dude. And it's another thing too. It's not only is it a great movie, but I saw it at the time when I was around the same age as the kids in the movie. But yeah. still, it's one of those I could keep going back to it, and you know, I could watch it over and over and yeah. still love it every single time nice that movie. I watch Good it. Movie. It's like, Classic. and they had that. They even had that. Uh, like kind of behind the scenes is what the, I think the 25th anniversary of it is this year. Okay. And they had a big special on uh, MLB network about it, like kind of talking to all the kids now. Yeah. And all that kind of stuff. So that was kind of interesting to see. So I'd recommend seeing that if you ever come yeah. across on the MLB yeah. network. But uh, yeah, it's one of my, it's one of my top, I'd say top 10 movies of all yeah. time is, is the same lot for sure. Yep. I'm sure you agree or no. I, mine is actually a tie for number two. Oh, I was just—I was just asking if you like <laughs> you like Sandlot. No, I, I love the Sandlot. Okay, all right. Who's your number two? I was just saying I was a walkout. Yeah. If you said that. <laughs> <Cut>. <laughs> no, but uh, I have a tie for number two between the Sandlot and also Major League. Okay, Major League. Made Major League. I saw it a little bit later in life. Yeah. Hilarious movie. Yeah. Uh, Major League is actually my number one. Really? <laughs> wow. But yeah, that that and Sandlot are two great baseball movies. Uh, just do it a little bit better than the rest. Okay. I do. Th- yeah, I do think Major League is like one of the best like overall baseball movies. Like, yeah. The the baseball playing in it is okay. Like surprisingly, Charlie Sheen actually pretty decent pitcher, yeah. so he actually like fills out the part. I want to be. An, I need to be like a sports actor or something like that. Yeah, I, could like, play, I could play the fucking sports. Yeah, exactly. Just get into like cameo roles of just like playing like hockey players right. or baseball players and stuff. But Major League is also one of the funniest baseball movies that are yeah. out there. Especially if you ever played baseball. Like there's a lot of stuff you get. The like, nuances of it. Yeah, the nuances. Like the one where uh, like Jake Taylor goes to, he's trying to get his old uh, girlfriend back and She's having a party with all these like kind of snobby people, and they're like, "Oh, so what do you do for a living?" He's like, "Oh, I play for the Indians." He's like, "I wasn't aware Cleveland still had a team." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he's like, "Oh, what do you know?" He's like, oh, "I'm a professional baseball." He's like, "Oh, I heard there's good money in that." He's like, "Oh yeah, if you're good enough." He goes, "How much do you make?" He goes, "I make the league minimum." <laughs> just like little jokes like yeah, that that yeah. are just hilarious every yeah. time that you watch it. So. Yes, yes. Uh, so that was your number two favorite movie. Yeah. All right. My number two favorite movie, I put down A League of Their Own. I thought about putting uh, that on my list. It's just a good, acted Yeah, it was. Story. It was a well, it's, it's a really good movie, and it's an, another one of those, like, whenever it's on, I'll watch it, you know, type yeah. movies. And I'm a supporter of women. No. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm on side. No. Uh, but no, it's just a great movie. Uh, Tom Hanks, I love Jimmy Dugan in that movie. Oh, he's God, he's a, great, he's a great character. Like, just a cranky, old, uh, drunk kind of. When he takes a piss for, like, three minutes yes. straight, it's like, it's one of those jokes that, like, it's funny that it starts getting not funny, then it gets funny. Yeah, again. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got to stick with it. You yeah, you got to stick with the it. The weird <laughs> part, you got to like, all right, is this going to work? Oh, yeah, for sure. You almost have to go. You can't cut at the weird yeah, part. You're you like, can't. all right, I'm doing you this. Gotta, I'm in for the whole Coming thing back. now. <laughs> <laughs> It'll get funny again. Just keep yeah, going, guys. Keep going. We're just going to get funny again. All right, there yeah. it is. 
That cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that, that just barely missed my list was uh, A League of Their Own. I yeah. love that. And maybe it's more emotional. I remember my, like watching with my mom. My mom really like enjoying the movie and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, I remember like that, that was like a, a movie that we went and saw like as a family, like in the theater, I remember. I think we watched it at pay-per-view. We used to watch like pay-per-view movies from Jeez. your house or whatever, like so. You have to pay four bucks or whatever. Somebody's like... parents made a lot of money growing up. That's <laughs> four <laughs> yeah. I was spoiled. Buying pay per view movies. Jeez, I man. was spoiled. They didn't buy like big houses and stuff like that. <laughs> they just spent it on frivolous stuff for me to enjoy my life. Pay per view movies and yeah. hockey equipment. Oh, yeah, man. I was like, hockey. <laughs> I was living the life, dude. Living the dream. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, then I realized like how much sacrifice my parents had. Like, <laughs> yeah, when you're becoming like, an adult, oh, you're like, jeez, man. man, how do I ever afford all of this? Yeah. No, that's that, I talk about that with my parents like before, uh, probably about a few months ago. No, my dad always you know coached all of our, our yeah. baseball teams and little league teams and stuff. And like, you know, my dad worked a full time job. He'd come like coach our little league teams and then go work a night job after that, sleep like right. three hours and do it all over again. I'm like, but that was just life. Like, he, yeah, he, I'm like, how yeah. in the world did you? And he loved it. He yeah. loved, you know, he loved just being, you know, spending time with yeah. us. It's like, how in the world did you ever do that? Like, yeah. I'd be dead tired. Yeah. Like, or, and, you know, my dad's similar situ- situation. He'd be working like 712s and stuff like yeah. that. And, uh, but coach, you know, coach a lot of sports and stuff growing up. Uh, but never complained, you know, just. You yeah, did it. Exactly. It was just like, okay, this is life. This is what I want to do. Yeah. I want to spend time with my kids. So that's what, you know, that's the kind of stuff that we're going to do. Yeah. All right. Uh, two, number two, least favorite movie for Jay. All right. My number two, least favorite is Mr. 3000 oh. with Bernie Mac. <laughs> it is just another absurd concept for a movie. But, you know, that aside, it's just. Like, Bernie Mac is the least athletic person I've ever seen yeah, in my life. Like, yeah. I can't even buy that he was athletic when he was 20 years old. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just, <laughs> to just randomly, the baseball league just takes away three hits. Like, yeah. absurd. Or <laughs> a guy to retire right when he gets 3,000 because he's yeah. going to make a marketing scheme out yeah. of the entire thing. It's just. Awful idea. Yeah, it just, yeah. The, the whole premise of it's terrible. Like, Bernie Mac is not, like. Like Bernie Mac's a, a con- good comic actor, but yeah. it's just that in, in a role like that, it just, I don't know, it was just an odd casting for me. Bad like, movie. I feel like Bad. it could have been better if they had somebody else in it. but it's Maybe, just, yeah. yeah. But it's just like with him in it, it was just like, yeah. it took you out of it so much. You're like, yeah. I don't believe him as Yeah, as even actor. if it's like a, yeah, like a 40-year-old who's still a good in shape 40-year-old yeah, exactly. or whatever. Like, not like... like Bernie Mac had to be like 50 years old when he filmed that movie. Yeah. Bad movie. All yeah. Right, number two for you. For me, number two is Chasing 3000. That is. Oh, I watched that movie. Uh, two brothers going to try to watch Roberto Clemente. Isn't like one of them sick or something? Yeah. yeah. Is that like ALS or something? Oh, yeah. come on, dude. Spoiler alert. It's, uh-huh. not, it's actually a major plot point. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, but I mean, just never did anything for me. Uh, you don't have a soul. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you got a heart, man. You got. <laughs> I, I've watched it multiple times since it came out. And <laughs> you don't have to. The movie's credits also says it stars Ray Liotta, and he's in it for 45 seconds. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, star. he's billed as the star of the movie, and he's in it for 45 seconds. Yeah. Put your name in it, we'll pay you billions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's basically what it was. Like, he's on the poster and everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's what? Crazy. Yeah. Uh, all right. I've never seen it, so. Uh, my number hard two. hard pass on that one. My yeah. number two least favorite movie. Is Major League. What? What? 
Back to the biters. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. That's my number I, one. I almost put that on there. It is bad. It is really bad. Oh. It makes no sense. Like, Major League 2 was good. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't put it in, like, one of my top five. No. But it was still pretty decent, yes. like, as far as sequels go. But, like, that one is horrible. Didn't even have any of the same people. You no, had Scott Bakula in it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's brutal. It wasn't like, yeah, so it was bad. It was just bad. Don't go see it. Like, stop after two. Yeah. Watch oh, one. Yeah. Go see two, but yeah. Yeah, the third one Stop too, and then three. it's like you can go back to the minors. Like nobody gives a shit. Yeah, like what? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Get raised to stakes, and then just like drop it down. Like so isn't fun. like uh, aren't they like the buzz? Isn't that something the like that? Team? Yeah. Some type like of that, the bees yeah. or buzz yeah. or something. I think I, that was one of those I only watched once, and then it was like I'm never yeah. gonna watch this. I gave it a try because yeah. I the other yeah. two. You, the major league name got me hooked into yep. it. I'll watch it once, nice and then try. I was like, yeah, yeah this fooled is me. terrible. Fooled me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, All right, yeah. favorite movies. All right, your favorite. My number one was Major League, yeah. So uh, Major League. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we talked. We just kind of talked about yeah, that. Yeah, said it. Yeah, but it's uh, that was my number one. Was uh, was Major League? It's overall one of the best baseball movies, I think, and funniest. And especially if you've ever played baseball, yeah. it, it it really resonates with with. Yeah, everything. I could see why it resonates with you personally. For yeah, sure. exactly. It's You're not saying it's the best movie ever. Oh no, you not and at your all. personality. No, not it, at all. It was the wheelhouse. Best movie ever is Tommy Boy. I mean, that's oh, okay. no that, debate. Undisputable. Yeah. <laughs> all right, who do you got? For me, it, it is also another tie. One that you mentioned earlier in Miracle. Okay. One of my favorite movies of all time is Miracle. And then the other one is Friday Night Lights. Okay. Well, I, 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 that one is a good movie. I do. I like that, Friday Night Lights. That's one of my favorite movies. Just the acting down point. The it gets you pumped story. up. It man. does. It does. I've actually been to that town in Texas, too, Odessa, yeah. Texas, and it is exactly like that. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's brutal. I bet, dude. It's, yeah. it's a great movie. Uh, if you haven't seen it, don't know what you're doing, but go watch it. It's yeah. It's a phenomenal movie. The TV show wasn't as good, but... Oh, I disagree. I think the TV show was better. You think so? Oh, the TV show's phenomenal. I've not watched it, so, I watched but it. I, I see the movie. I love the movie's TV great. Show. The yeah, movie's really good, movie's but I love really the great. TV show. All right. Uh, my favorite... I got Mighty Ducks 1 and 2 because they just started off great and got even better for me. I'll allow that. What out of beat Iceland? Like, Iceland's such an odd choice as, it like, is. a country to, like, yeah. that's, like, yeah. mean in the But did you know, did you know Iceland's really green and Greenland's really ice? Yes, yeah, I do know that. <laughs> but it's just, like, it's an odd country. Like, you'd think at that time, like, it'd be Russia or... Yeah. Some sort of country like Iceland's just an odd choice of a country. Yeah, like, it is. Iceland doesn't do anything. But they're anybody. all like dickheads too. Yeah, like I doubt. Like we don't, <laughs> not even how Iceland is. I don't think so. What was his name? Wolf the dentist. Uh, something was the coach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like. Ugh. But it's like you know I did I did like number two like number three left a little bit to be desired but yeah yes <laughs> but yeah uh, yeah I did like number one number two and. You actually like look back on them now and like see all the people that are in there that oh, like man. become stars. Like yeah. one dude from Saturday Night Live, like he was in there, like you know. Yeah, Keita Thompson. Yeah, Keita yeah. Thompson. Like yeah. he was in knuckle the second one. Time. Yeah, he was a knuckle. He's an inventor of the knuckle puck. Like that alone should get you a twenty-year career on SNL, yeah. and it has. Yeah. I played hockey. Everybody was trying to do like, Oh yeah, it's it never one of the worst things that you could <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah, it was. Don't ever do that. I remember like sitting in a uh, Dennis Morrow's driveway playing hockey, like just like shootout and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, everybody tried to look. Well, it was a sick knuckle puck, bro. Like, you know it didn't do anything. It's yeah. just hard to control. It's yeah. blowing out windows on the garage. Like, that's all it really did. Terrible idea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bad idea. Yeah, that's a horrible idea. All right, who's your least favorite 
All right, my Sports. least favorite, once again, I went just baseball. And uh, my least favorite is Summer Catch. Okay. Freddie Prince Jr. vehicle. Yes. It is hard to watch. Like, yeah. the baseball in it's terrible. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. him, he's supposed to be this stud pitcher that throws, I think he says, well, I could throw 90 miles an hour, which one isn't that great for a prospect. <laughs> and then number two, it looks like he's throwing all of 25 miles an hour, like when he's actually pitching in the game. Yeah. yeah. And show, it looks like me if I was trying to throw with my opposite hand. Like, his mechanics are so terrible. Yeah, like, yeah. The only thing that makes it redeeming is Jessica Biel's super hot in that movie. And like, <laughs> that's the only thing that I, like yeah. makes you want to watch it. Yeah. But it's like the baseball played so bad, the acting's so terrible in it. Like there's one scene where he's having a uh, like a talk with his brother. You know, his, his brother who's talking down to him and trying uh, to get him right now. His brother, like I was like, to my brother. Yeah, exactly. And he's <laughs> like, "You can't just blow up by people." He's like, but I could throw ninety. Like, yeah. dude, you're. 22 years old in this movie and been pitching all your life and you don't realize that lesson of the game. Like, <laughs> it can't help you, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. And then it's just like, all right. uh, it's it's terrible in all facets and it's just, the baseball playing alone is just god-awful. Your least favorite? Major League Back to the Minus. Oh, yeah. yeah my yeah, number two. Yeah, that, I mean. How can you do that yeah. after that? Sorry. After you have two great movies, in my opinion, to lead off a franchise. You can't go back to the minors. No. Yeah, I feel like it was obviously just a cash grab. But, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. going backwards like that, like, you, it could have been done well. Like, they're actually talking about redoing Major League now. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like, I've heard of, they've been doing talking about it for years. They but have. It's like, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing that if you had all the original people. But yeah. I just throw the name on it and have all the people yeah, in yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. freaking movie. It, no, like, and they, they're supposed to reading a little bit into it, they're supposed to have a bunch of the main cast come back. Yeah, yeah, they've been talking about that for, for a few years. But then have a new wave of younger players. Yeah, I think it was going to be they the were mantle. coaches or something like that, I think was the idea yeah. that was being thrown around. Yeah. So like Charlie Sheen. I should get them all playing my softball movie. Yeah, we'll see if we just been, turn that into a major league script. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. It can't be worse than major league three. Yeah, just turn uh, it into major, softball major, major league. Major league four beer league softball. Yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah, like, how bring all of them back together like Pedro Serrano just dropping bombs in Major League. Wouldn't you much stuff. rather see that than them go? Oh, yeah. I'd watch coach, a movie over. Yeah, I'd watch that movie over Major League. Back to the Miners, too. Like, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what we need to put together. Charlie Sheen, <laughs> hit me up. Charlie Sheen, call my people. We'll see if we can get yeah. you into this role. Just call me personally. <laughs> you can reach out to yeah. me. Yeah, exactly. Oh. We'll see. We got, we, got a, we got a new role for you. Let's see if you are uh, if you want to be involved in it. Bring Wild Thing back. Bro. Yeah, bring it. <laughs> uh, my least favorite, Mighty Ducks 3. So yeah. as hard as I yeah. love Mighty Ducks 1 and 2, how do they go to college and become like a JV team? It's a high school. Too. Is it a high school? I think it's... No, it's a high school. Yeah, yeah. It's like... It's high school. But that was another one, too, that, like, uh, what's it? Emilio Estevez is billed as a star, and he's in it for, like, a minute. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. But it's, like, yeah, it's so, like, I don't know, so ham-fisted with everything. Yes. Like, they try to pull that thing, and I hate in sequels, where you just duplicate all the jokes from the yeah. first two movies, yeah. and it's, like, dude, don't, like, come up with new stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. And, like, half the kids weren't in it. Like, yep. you know, I think, what is it? Uh, the dude from Chicago that came, like, the... One part of the Bash Brothers wasn't even in until like the yeah. last period of the last game. <laughs> you know, like, come on, man! Yeah. It's bad. Yeah, it is bad. And isn't Emilio only in it for like the first minute? Yeah, he's in it half. for like the first like five ten minutes, and I think he shows up like the last like two minutes or something yeah, like that. Not because yeah, he's not the coach in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And then yeah, so the JV team beats like the varsity yeah. team. It just, it just, it's awful. Yeah. yeah, like the whole like the story behind it was pretty. Brutal, you're playing too. Iceland in episode two, or yeah, and now you're playing. You go from Iceland to playing a just a high school hockey, hockey team. team. Like, yeah, you, ridiculous. You, you know? can't do that. There, there is one issue I have though with the the Mighty Ducks franchise in a whole. Is yeah. How do you go from winning a district championship in the middle of nowhere, yeah. Minnesota, to the U.S. national team? <laughs> hey, like, hey. It's a large jump. They right? had like, some good players. <laughs> they did, but it's like none of those kids were all that great to be on a national yeah. team. Uh, yeah. Like Just because you won a district championship and Chisholm, Minnesota, all of a sudden that makes you <laughs> qualified to be on you the national team. You didn't see all the hard work they were putting. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> didn't see all Don't that. get me wrong. I'm down for it. I'm yeah. just like <laughs> saying the, the uh, drafting pras- yeah. process for it is, uh, leaves a little bit to be desired. Yeah. So those are the movies. Uh, we're going to wrap up here this segment uh, with a little bit of, uh, we'll go Lions. You got anything to say about the Lions? I know you did some uh, draft analysis of it, eh, Bear? Yeah, I uh, actually broke down the first round draft pick in TJ Hawkinson uh, for Michigan Sports and Entertainment. What's your thoughts? Quick thoughts. Yeah, let's say, Great. what did you think of Hawkinson? I feel like you could have got... So another player in that position, you could have went linebacker, tight end in the second round. That's kind of what I was thinking, too, is that he's good, don't get yeah. me wrong, but I think at that point you could have gotten something that we needed a lot more. Yeah, yeah. I think, tight, though, tight that going with Hawkinson will also help open up more of the run game for Carrion Johnson coming in. Uh, yeah. He's going to have a little bit of an ability to catch the ball in yeah. red zone area. So, I mean, it could end up being a good pick, but inside of the top ten, I, I thought it was a reach. Yeah. I don't know if you get the value of T.J. Hawkinson at yeah. eight with the Lions drafted. I mean, there were rumors that the Packers did want to trade up to go get him. So I mean, Lions did do what they felt they needed to do to stay competitive I just don't in trust the them. division. And it's probably I don't not either. The yeah, other it's... part of that is what doesn't go well for them, and it's not their fault. But they just drafted Ebron not that long ago, and he didn't do anything. And then he leaves the organization yeah. and becomes a pro bowler. Yeah. Like, but it's like, you know, but that's also one of those things, too. Like, is that on the organization or is that on Ebron? Was it just he didn't want to be here, he didn't put in the effort, now he is? Well, that's part of the organization, yeah. though, yeah. too. Like, yeah, you exactly. got to have yeah, guys true. who want to be here. Yeah, yeah, and another thing going with that is also how much did – Jim Bob Cuda actually have Ebron worked into that game plan now compared to the new offensive coordinator that the All I'm saying is you drafted a guy, didn't get hardly anything out of him, and then he go leaves, and then, you know, it's fine yeah. to leave, but then becomes a pro bowler. Yeah. So it's not like you can be like, that guy's not any good. Like how That could have happened to other players on the Lions. It could have been good yeah, other places, exactly. but... Yeah, they just stayed here. I think they misused him, too. Was, yeah. You know, he had a lot of these, you know, go out, block, and then chip off to catch passes. I mean, that's not what he's used no, for. Just he's a, he's a pass-catching tight end, yeah. you know. Like, yeah. You can't use him. And I think, I just hope they don't do that with uh, Hawkinson. But he should know. be a better, more of a blocker, though. Yeah. He's yeah. A, he's a little but, bit I mean, I'm just saying blocker. not try to make him what he's not. Yes. You know? he's a, yeah. He's more of a blocker. Okay, you can use him as that. Yeah. And then go out and catch. But he's not, you know, he's not going to be the, the type that Ebron was yeah. that they tried to make him into, you know. Yeah. So the Lions practice in Allen Park. Do you ever go to the practices or anything? Uh, I do not. That is normally closed off to media who has been around the block a few times. Oh yeah. I'm. Can not... I sneak in then? <laughs> you don't know who I am. Yeah. Probably can sneak in. She just walk in there one day. Just like, what's up, guys? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it. The facility out there is nice. They have an indoor and outdoor practice facility. I mean, 
I live in Allen Park. I've never been. I should probably it, go. I don't know. I've never been either. I always think about it. Like, oh, yeah. it'd be kind of a cool thing to go see. But it's put back a little bit. But I mean, beautiful facility. They put a lot of work into it. So I mean, it wouldn't be a bad idea when they have one of their open practice days in the middle of summer. If can any, you get any interviews or anything like uh, that? Oh, you cannot get any interviews. It's mainly just put off for. Fans to go and watch and see what the Lions are putting in and trying okay. to get together. All right. Uh, you guys watching any NBA basketball right now? Uh, not really. Yeah. I just, I don't know. For the last <laughs> probably 10 years, like, I cannot get into NBA yeah. basketball. Like, I love college basketball, and I just, for some yeah. reason, it the game's just, like, you know, not to be once again old guy yelling at Cloud, but the game's changed since I was a kid. <laughs> like you know, and it really has. Like you yeah. know, even from like the going to work Pistons, like it's a complete night yeah. and day from how those guys were. But. Yeah, I mean, going into that, you know who's gonna be in the NBA Finals? It's gonna be yeah. Golden State. It's yeah. gonna be the Bucks. Yeah, well, there's yeah. not really any surprises anymore. Yeah, what it seems. Yeah, you know, it's always gonna be Golden State or you. You know. When LeBron was in Cleveland, the Cavs, the Cavs. and it's yeah. like you know, like, what is the surprise to even watch any regular season? I, game? And not even if it is close, like I don't even trust that it's supposed to be that close. Like I, I feel like they sometimes they go to Game Seven. I do too, like just that. for the. I feel like yeah. uh, you know, the, they're like the refs are expected to like yeah, you the, know, you gotta go call it a certain way to get us uh, yeah, the you ratings. You can do that from early zone. on in the game. Like the refs, oh, yeah. I'll tell you this: refs in yeah. basketball could control. The sport and the momentum a lot more than any other sport. Michael Lewis, actually the guy who wrote Moneyball, yeah, it's a great callback by me. But, <laughs> um, he, he has a podcast out. It's all about referees and life. Yeah, and uh, that's one of the ones that he, the first one he talks about is basketball referees about yeah. how, you know, with that whole Donaghy Tim Donaghy situation, he's like refs kind of have a whole a hold on this game. They can do whatever they want. Yeah, from. Yeah. Calling a travel, you can call a foul on every play if yeah. you want. You know, to you get a guy, a to guy get a guy out. out of the game for the entire first, first half, half, and yeah. then you know for you know then tee him up the second half, yeah. and he's and he's gone for the rest of the yeah. game. Like, you can almost call anything a foul. Yeah, exactly. You can call a foul on anything, and there's no checks or balances. Yep. It's not. You know? Yep. So it's like, and I do feel like that too. I've kind of noticed that. More and more of these have gone to like game sevens or sixes. Yeah, that yeah. You, they probably should. But have. the team that's supposed to win wins every time. Yeah, so and it does work out the way that it's supposed to be because yeah. they want their big market teams in the finals. Because Plus they want game what, sevens; those are more exciting. Yeah, because that's what they're going to make. Yeah, that's stuff. where they're going to make money. So. And one thing with the basketball is just looking at the Golden State series against Portland. Yeah. Damian Lillard, one of the more exciting players in the NBA right now, he has a separated rib. So, I mean, he's not playing at his highest level. Yeah. After coming off of playing about 38 minutes in the regular season and playing 40 minutes now in the postseason per game, I mean, that wears on a player. And, I mean, in the NBA season, you really can't have all of this playing every minute of every game. You need to have a break. Yeah, for sure. It makes it a little less entertaining when one of the best players is hood and hampered by how many minutes he's played in the regular season. So those basketball fans of you, Warriors are up 3-0 over Portland, and then uh, the Milwaukee Bucks are up 2-0 right now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's no real surprises there. It's kind yeah, of where, yeah. you know, when the, these playoffs started, that's kind of where you thought it was going to be yeah. at this point. I'll know? be surprised still if if the Warriors, without even Kevin Durant, one of the best ba- players in the NBA, oh, yeah, yeah, I sure. expect them to still win. Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. I'm kind of shocked, though, with the Bucks series. 
I would have thought Toronto might have had a little bit more energy. Well, it's too old. They're going to yeah. go back to Toronto, so I wouldn't be surprised if that one I, goes a little bit longer. I could see that one going about seven games. Yeah. I think Kawhi takes over a little bit here coming up in the next few games, yeah. and that Toronto could possibly even it up going back to Milwaukee. <laughs> so I mean, Kawhi is a he's a stud though. Yeah, he for is. sure, he's ridiculous. Uh, in baseball, Mike Trout hit his 250th home run. It was 473 feet. So we're basically literally watching the we're greatest right, ever. Yeah, like this yeah. is almost like what it's got to be like when people watch Babe Ruth play. Yeah, you know, this is like, it, guys. And you don't realize it like when it's happening. Yeah, this, so did people not realize like, Babe Ruth when it was Babe Ruth? Yeah, it's like, like, you know. You're not appreciating like, it in the moment? Yeah, people don't kind of yeah. understand it in the moment. Like he's going to be one of the top. If not the top yeah, baseball player of all be- time, like yeah, like it's it's crazy at like, a moment in time where like baseball players are probably better than ever. Or yeah, they are better than ever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and the yeah, the talent is so much better than it was back then. So athletic. The now. pitching is so much better yeah. than it was back then. Yeah, you then, only had a few guys that threw like high nineties. Yeah, not like everybody. No, yeah, now the whole bullpens are and high even 90s. playing in a position. He plays center field still. Yeah, like, you would have thought you know by now he'd moved to first base yep, or great something defense. like that. Yeah, and yeah. he's still great defensively. Still fast. He's still. Like you're watching a, you're one of the best players. Of all I time. wanted to go watch because uh, the Angels just came to town with yeah. Pujols, and I wanted to go see that game actually where Pujols hit his two uh, thousandth RBI. Yeah, yeah. And you know, uh, I, then a guy got it, and they were trying to like get the ball back. Yeah, from, the guy was arguing or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> yeah, my luck, I would have like skipped work or something and went to that <laughs> game, got the ball, and all this like publicity and news. With, oh man, wasn't so, that an episode of Saved by the Bell? Probably an episode <laughs> of a bunch of stuff, Seinfeld, <laughs> yeah. so like everything. Has like guy skipping work, going <laughs> yeah, to base, getting caught up in jumbo yeah, yeah, it was on yeah. TV. Yeah. Uh, but going into that uh, closer to home milestone, Miguel Cabrera is climbing up the hit list. Had his two thousand seven hundred and twenty second hit, uh, passing hit, pushing him past Lou Gehrig. It's really hard though to watch time. him. It is like it from is. how good he used yeah. to be to how yeah. he is now is just you know. It's it's amazing. Like he yeah. was unstoppable for five years there. Like yeah. you couldn't get him out. And now it's like it's not even like it's just his skills have diminished a little bit. Like it's bad. Yeah, like, I mean you also have to account some of that to some of the injuries he has had. They, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. So I mean, just watching that fall from grace, and then even like he said, I want to say it was last weekend, talking about or two weekends ago, talking about. Because people are getting on him for not being able to produce as much. But really, you look at that lineup, and other than him and Nicholas Castellanos, they just sent Yama Candelario down to AAA to work on his I don't team. even know who half the people are on this team yeah. anymore. You know, I mean, you really don't have that protector who cares? behind him. Who cares? You're paid $30 million, and you're one of the greatest of all time. I mean, yeah. the, guy, the guy supported two families, Steiner. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that too. But, I mean, I mean, still, it, you need a little bit of help other than just Castellanos and Cabrera in that lineup. Yeah, and, but he used to be able to do yeah. it a lot more even on his own. Yeah, of, you know, like, he was just like, there wasn't a ball that he couldn't put yeah, in play. Yeah. And even now, like, his power's gone. Like, yeah. you know, he's still hitting the ball, but he hasn't hit a home all, run. He, he became single like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He Like, he can't hit... You can't hit the gaps anymore. You can't hit for power. Yeah. Like it's just he used to just hit bombs. Yeah, like, opposite way. Extra like, base power all day. Oh, all like, day. If he wasn't hitting home runs, he was in doubles. Yeah, all day. like just part gappers. Of that, part of that also goes to, I do think back when he had 
that surgery on his core. Uh, oh, yeah. Look, I'm not saying that I, helped, but... I think that he tried to rush back a little bit too fast. Very possible. Mm-hmm. And I think that was actually the downfall was that surgery and him rushing back. Because yeah, because that essentially was two full years that kind of screwed him over there. Yeah, yeah. He, he came back too fast from that core surgery, and I think that was part of the reason he got... You got diminished value okay. from him. Uh, well, the Tigers themselves are 18 and 26, 2 and 8 in the last 10. They have lost 15 straight to Oakland after <sighs> yesterday's loss. That's so ridiculous. We, yes. Uh, their run differential is minus 89, so that's the second worst in the major leagues, uh, only to the Marlins at negative 92. Uh, the Orioles are right after the Tigers at minus 85. Like, those two teams are expected to be the worst teams. Yeah, exactly. And the Tigers yeah. are already right there. Yeah, the we Tigers haven't sold are... off our guys yet. Yeah, exactly. No. What, what angers me about this whole, like, I understand the whole selling off of the players. Like, we had to get rid of Verlander. We had to get rid of Porcello. But you didn't get anything good for him. Like, yeah. you know, I... like, we traded Verlander. It's like, I wanted, I was expecting you to trade Verlander. We're getting a forced Whitley back or something along those lines. He had a lot but of money on his contract. I do. Right? I so understand that. that, that but it's move. like, you know. And plus, you didn't want to, you weren't sure. And yeah, like, but it's still, you, it's like, you know, I just, but for some of the younger guys, I feel like they could have got a lot more for it. They and, definitely should have got more for JD. I yeah. Think. yeah. Oh, yeah. That one's Let, for sure. Okay. So, part of my thing with baseball is I study the minor league farm systems. Yeah. Go into that Verlander trade. At that point in time, Forrest Whitley wasn't better than Franklin Perez. Really? Yeah. No, Franklin I'm not saying I'm not saying like him yeah. specifically, but just you know, I wanted a top top prospect. You, and the, you did I mean, get a just, few of them, and Franklin yeah. Perez, he was number one or number two at the time in the Houston Astros system. Daz Cameron, who is high upside, now, who is yeah, now yeah, our, high upside, who is now our number. Of Five prospect in our system, yeah. right behind our four pitchers. He was already at number 10 in the Houston Astros system. And Jake Rogers, who's a phenomenal catcher, his best attribute is defense, but his bat is coming along this year. So, I mean, you got a good yeah. haul at the point when you traded Verlander. Yeah, I think he didn't do bad because he also he didn't do it at the free agency or the uh, the trade deadline. He even waited yeah, to yeah, waiver wire to waiver waiver and able and, to do it. And I mean, you just look at who he was, who Alavila was able to bring back for uh, Justin Verlander. Yeah, looking at him doing so well with Houston right now is hurting because. If he was doing this at that point, it wouldn't matter to us. Yeah, yeah, know. it wouldn't matter to us. Like yeah. I just, we had to yeah. get rid we had of to get rid of him. Yeah, I think we had to get I, rid of him. I, I would, I'm not against that. I yeah, understand yeah. all the reasoning behind it, but but if you were to have Verlander be doing what he's doing since he's been traded to Houston, at the time you got traded to Houston, you would have been able to get more back. From oh him. yeah, yeah. But there was risk in that. Yeah, there was risk on the side of the Houston Astros yeah. where they didn't know. Is he going to be back to what he was? Yeah, he had or, an injury history. Yeah. He's old. He, he, he still owed $30 million but, a year. Yeah, but it always seems like, you know, the Tigers get these prospects and then they never seem to work out or they never reach any of their full potential. Like, Verlander's probably one of the last ones. Well, we that, we kind of traded all of our, like, prospects yeah, away. Yeah, but even, like, these guys that we've traded for, like, I don't know if it's a minor league issue that these guys just aren't, 
you always hear about you know these stud guys coming up in the minors, yeah. and then it's like they come up and you never really hear much. But we haven't had not. a good farm system. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is it a farm it, system? Except issue? like when Dombrowski took over, we had yeah, a top we, one, and then he traded everybody yeah. to basically get to, inside people to get to where we went yeah, for a yeah. long time. And so, also going with the JD trade, yes, that was a little bit of a. You could have got more, but at that point, just looking at how that offseason or that in season trade deadline was progressing, yeah. there wasn't a big market for That's outfielders. what they say, but I mean And really yeah. Dralu Go is gonna be a good player yeah. for the Tigers. We'll see. He just got called up. He got so called we'll up. So we'll see how again. he does. But he's like is he the he was the main I mean uh, we got three pieces. Yeah, we got three pieces. Uh we also got a we got two other shortstops. One of them was 18 years old at the time, has rose pretty quickly through our system. Okay. He kind of reminds me of a Willie Adamas from when the Tigers traded him in the David Price deal. Okay. I was disappointed when they did trade him because he was supposed to be the shortstop of the future for the Tigers after Iglesias left. And I mean, that really hurt us because he was supposed to be ready last year. He was for Tampa. Yeah, and well, we lost a lot of prospects yeah. just through trading them. That's part of what happens when you're trying to go. Yeah, for we were trying to win then. Yeah, I we get were the, trying uh, to win then, and I mean, but El Avila's got us back to already a top ten farm uh, system. system. We're gonna he's have been dra- he's been drafting really well, really yeah. well too. I mean, Casey yeah. Mize yeah. is yeah, looking. He's, he's stud, like the, oh. he's looking like maybe the best pitching yeah. oh, prospect yeah. right for now. Sure. The, ahead of Forrest Whitley, everybody yeah. right now. The mm-hmm. last three draft classes, the last three number one picks that the Tigers had. Casey Mize, Alex Fiedo, Matt Manning. And really, he doesn't get much play, but Matt Manning is right up there with Casey Mize. He may not be as flashy, but Matt Manning, if people give him the chance, he could be a number two in this rotation. And possibly, uh, if he was in another organization, he might compete for that eighth spot. He has that type of stuff. That's exciting. Uh, exciting future. Obviously, right now we're probably we should have another good draft pick yeah. in the next couple of years. Yeah, I think we're we've got a what? I think we're number. We're number two or five, three, or five? this year. Yeah, uh, but I am gonna shock you guys. What? The Tigers will be back in contention 2021-2022. Hot take. Is that a hot take? I don't know. I think it, it seems like it's going to be longer for. I think about that's about the time. I especially we. I'm we, thinking like five years from now is when we're going to. Because well, I think we'll in three I'd years we'll have the money freed up and we'll have the our prospects will be yeah, up. Money will be freed up. You're going to start getting Casey Mize as soon as yeah. next year. Maybe yeah, even all those guys are going to be ready in the next September. couple of years. Alex Fiedo is going to be up here possibly next year. Matt Manning, same deal. I mean, no, I mean, I you, hope it happens. I yeah, just don't think. Yeah, I it's, think it's, it's going to be five years from now it, is when it. It's is, all going to depend really on do the Tigers go and trade Matt Boyd this summer? I think they should have traded him. You, you uh, do two, like two years ago. I think they should have Matt Boyd yeah. two years ago. You can get more I, now than you could you get two years more ago. More now for Matt Boyd. Michael Former should have been Former. That's what yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Keep, I always get those two confused because they're yeah. All so the what same do we do with Matt Boyd now though? Do we do? I I'd get rid of them both because he's not going to do anything for you the next three years. You really get some prospects. For you really him. can't trade Former right now. I mean his value. Yeah, no, is Fulmer was down done. Yeah, the, no, Former was one yeah. I was thinking of for. But Matt Boyd, like Matt Boyd, we have him for a lot of years. I don't. I guess you go. You see what you could get, but get a lot. I think if, the, if there's a deal that comes your way for him, I wouldn't hesitate to trade him, but, but I wouldn't go actively. You don't have maybe. to trade him either. Yeah, but, it's but like, yeah. I'd yeah, listen but to offers for him. Yeah. You know? 
my, if something comes along. My take on this is there's only one trade deadline this season. Yep. You don't have the waiver deadline yeah. in yep. August. You only have Good. that one in July. Good. So you look at it, teams who are going for it, the Yankees, Dodgers, some of these bigger money. Yeah, somebody's teams gonna right need now, a starter. Yeah. You're gonna need a good starter. Everyone's always gonna need a starter yeah. though. Everyone could use a, a top starter. Mm-hmm. And what really helps is that he is a lefty starting pitcher, having the best year of his career. Yeah. You could possibly But it's a young career. Yeah. You could get a top tier position player. For him and, and we do need that. Plus, that. That could be something yeah. great to build around. But plus mm-hmm. others. I a think. lot of the ones are. A lot of these top guys are already being called up, right? Like yeah. a lot of guys yeah. just got called it up. Seems like they're calling guys up way quicker now than they used to. Yeah. Was, yeah. You know, I mean, we heard about Cameron Maben for years, and then yeah. all this before he got called up. Yeah. And yeah. He was supposedly the number one prospect in baseball. There's a bunch of guys, 23 and younger, right now being yeah. called up that are starting in big roles and stuff well, like that. One player to look though, if the Tigers do decide to trade Matt Boyd, look at the Yankees with Clint Frazier. Okay. I mean, but again, that he's kind of like ready right now. I would almost want guys. That I want guys to be, be ready in two years. Two years, like yeah. get these, yeah. get it, and maybe get a few, few more of them because there's more risk with the guys that aren't ready right now. Like Clint Frazier's done at a high level and stuff yeah. like mm. that. So, but I, I, but I think with that because just because of the Yankees' issue with. Pit, starting pitching in general, yeah. they're using a opener today. Well, they got it, yeah, Chad Green. But they so, got a good farm system, yeah. and, they, yeah, and they might be a good team to deal with. They could be uh, – because you want a team to be kind of vulnerable or, like, yeah. really need it, sac- you know, willing to sacrifice Willing to future. pay up for yeah. it a little bit, yeah. yeah. And especially in that AL East with Tampa Bay being oh, as yeah, good Tampa as Bay they been, are I've right talked now. a lot about Tampa. I thought Tampa Bay was going to be good at the beginning of this year. I, I did, thought, too. I thought they were going to be I said that – uh, I, 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 I have – Claim that on the show. <laughs> Listen to the other episodes. I but like Tampa. with Tampa Bay being as good as they are and having that lead in that AL East, you're going to look at Boston making a move to try to get better. You're going to have the Yankees making oh, yeah. a move to get better to try but to every year. This happens spot. every year. Teams yeah. try to get better. There's te- competitors and buyers and sellers. And-, and I could honestly, if the with the Red Sox getting hot right now, I could see them. I could see. Three teams coming out of that AL East for the postseason. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Those oh, yeah. three really good teams. All right, guys. We're going to wrap this part up, uh, take a little break here, and then we're going to come back for the fantasy section. All right? Okay. Cool. All right, guys. If you're still listening to this now, we are going to the uh, Back to the Future fantasy baseball segment of this. I hope you still listen to this, even if you're not a fantasy baseball fan. A lot of drama. Um, I was hoping Chet would make it again today. He was I know. I just, make I it. just saw my softball, <laughs> and I was trying to talk him into coming and uh, – I know it's gonna be like a long running uh, joke, like Jimmy Kimmel. Like, sorry, we didn't have time for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so hopefully he'll come on next time. Yeah, or maybe we'll make it towards the end. We'll see. You know, we're always hoping that he can make it. So I, this is my prediction: is something's gonna rile him up enough to where he has to come on here. I can and only it, hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I can only hope so. Like something's gonna happen, and he's gonna get so fired up that he's like, "All right, I have to go on here now." Like, <laughs> so Abear plays a lot of fantasy baseball himself. You heard him talk a little bit. If you're listening to the earlier on in the episode, he follows prospects and just has a love and knowledge of baseball. Um, so uh, he's going to, you know, it's always good to have an outsider perspective on our league and oh, how yeah. crazy I'm, I'm, it is. I'm always curious what, what other people think of our league because we're kind of insulated as opposed to like other leagues. Like I'm in yeah. two other leagues, like one for work and then Cooley has one I'm into. Okay. But it's like I almost just don't care about yeah. that. <laughs> it's like this was where 
95% of my time goes yes. is, to, is to this. Like, the other one, I'll just set my line up. Okay, if I win, I win. If I yeah. lose, I lose. But, but I forget one, about it, like, for a few days. Yeah, exactly. I'll come back. Like, oh, I'll drop this guy. Pick this yeah, guy. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm not, not on like, it every day looking at stuff like this one is. Yes. So, uh, but, yeah, this is my main league. This is the only league I really care about. The other one's cool. It'd be cool to win and stuff, but I just don't invest enough time and energy. Yeah, this is the one that I that, you yeah. know, that matters the most to me. Uh, so, looking... Uh, Going over standings real quick. The East, man. The East has been crazy. Oh, like I, I, I knew it would be a tough. So I did too. We have like, uh, so we have divisions over there, Abear, and uh, the East has like four out of the probably the top eight teams. It's basically the AL East. It's, yeah, yeah. It's essentially <laughs> the AL East of our league. Yeah. Uh, Gabe, who's at first in the whole league, is over there. He had a small budget team, but he's even his numbers are. It's not like just an easy schedule, but his numbers are showing he's been a dominant team mm. all year. Uh, Bob's been right there. He's uh, so he's at fourth place, but he has the second best record because the division winners are one, yeah. two, and three. Uh, the team who I picked to win it that division, the Brooklyn Dodgers, are in fifth, and we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on this week for him. Yeah, uh, not good. And then the tenth place team, the California Angels, they're winning big. They could have a like I could definitely see three teams from that division. If not, yeah, like this is the point in the year too. Like if you get a big win, you can you can jump. Oh yeah, yeah for you sure. can jump pretty well, you know, and and that's where you know you always want to kind of try to make some moves and because you know, once you're down, you're down. You know, yeah. it's hard to it's hard to claw your way back out. Yeah. Yep. Uh, in the central, uh, you have the stars leading off. They're uh, thirty-five and twenty-four. Then you got you at seventh overall, second in the division at twenty-eight, twenty-nine, and three. And then the division winner who I selected, Houston Colts, forty-fives, right below you at twenty-six and thirty. And then Chet's team in last place having a big week though, at, but they're fifteen and thirty-nine. Uh, there's Chet's already seventeen and a half games back from the division leader, um, and then even from you know the sixth place team, right now he's over ten games back, but he's having a big week right now. So anything could happen in a few weeks. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I played Chet last week, and I mean, there's a point as late as Friday where I could have ten owed him. And it ended up being, you know, way closer than that. Oh, so man. it's like, you know, my team always seems to do that every single week. Like, I'll be up 7-1, 6-1 in Friday, and then the weekend always kills me. It's, really? I, I don't know what it is. It's like. Yeah, I mean, just seeing how it is with one of the leagues I'm in, with going through the daily thing and having all of these points like you guys, mm. it really is the weekend is a big spot just because your marquee players are more likely to play on that Saturday, that oh, yeah. Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday maybe have one or two of them get a day off. But, I mean, yeah. it's pretty big still. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, so uh, the Central, um, competitive. Uh, yeah, it has been. It's been, uh, you know, kind of outside of chat, but uh, Darren, I thought, was going to be – a little bit, but he's had some bad luck with it. Yeah, he's had some stuff, bad luck. But, uh, uh, his hitting's coming around right yeah, now. Yeah, it is. It started. I played him a couple weeks ago, and um, I was able, I think, to squeak out a 6 yeah. 4 or something like that. But uh, yeah, he's he's the team that scares me the most in our division, yeah. is, is him. And, uh, you know, the, the Detroit Stars, it seems like, have kind of they've gotten a few bounces there. Yeah, their yeah, way exactly. here yeah. There. That but, uh, yeah. Um, but uh, Darren's one that I'm really, I'm really yeah. worried about in our division. Chris has had some good pitching throughout the year. He uh, has, and he's gotten some good pitching from, like, random people. Yeah. It, it, but how long can that kind of stuff yeah. last? Yep, yeah. we'll see. Uh, in the West, uh, I'm leading. I'm in third place overall. Uh, I have a 31-24 record. 
the Saltimai Lions are at six overall, second in the division, 28-27. Bill, uh, the team from Atlanta, ninth <laughs> place overall, 25-29. and 29. And then your brother, Justin Fielder, who I've had on Washington Senators, uh, 11th place at 18-33. and 33. That's my biggest surprise. I thought he was going to be way better this year. It's you know, I think he's gotten hit with a a few injuries and things like that too, like Altuve going down really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't know. It just seems like. So he has a really good like top end heavy team, but I don't think he went out and spent the money to go fill in that like middle end of the the depth. He doesn't have the depth and the pitching. It's all it's all top end and real low end people. You know. Yep. Uh, so he's having a hard time, especially with the pitching. Because uh, yeah. he went two and seven last week against whoever he played. Mm. So it was a bad week, and uh, he's played Gabe this week. But we'll get to the matchups. I always do. I just go based on the order. It's on my screen or whatever. So I'm always first, and I'm playing you. Yeah. <laughs> so we can talk about that anyways. <laughs> Uh, I am up six two right now, mm-hmm. uh, which was not that way when I went to bed last night. No. Uh, yeah. Just uh, I caught up in runs. It looked like. Yeah, caught up in runs. Um, you're only up one in K. One K, yeah. So which I, I think over I have, I think two guys going. I think you have one, so I, I should I'd, take that. I well, I don't know because I do have Rue going, who's been my ace. Yeah, and the the guys you do have, have Fires and Hellickson. So, and then, uh, but my two, uh, my two closers too. Those are always the ones that are kind of the wild cards in these yeah, situations. For sure, you know they go out and they get a strike out three guys each. Yeah, and, oh, yeah. you know that, that's a pretty big swing, but. Um, yeah, when I, you know, this one, ours has kind of been going back and forth all yes. week. You know, yep. at one point I was up like 6-2, now it's to you 6-2, you know. Both our pitching has been kind of brutal yeah. all, yep. <laughs> all week, so. Yeah. Um, but starting out, I started out super hot. I had fires pitched, I think, five innings. I was doing good, too. Yeah, if I, I hit four home runs on Monday. Yeah, you, you know, started off hot. I started off hot, then I kind of cooled down, and my pitching's just, yesterday just got destroyed at Velasquez, who... Didn't even get out of the first. Yeah, well, it wasn't Velasquez. It was uh, yeah, Hector Velasquez. Uh, that how you see, okay, that is how you see it. It's Velasquez. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. You you could be in some luck. Uh, Mike Fias, if I'm not mistaken, does pitch today against yeah, the I got Tigers. Him. Yep. So, I mean. Yeah, I got him and uh, Jeremy Hellickson yeah, going today. That, so That could be a interesting game down in Detroit. I mean, yep. you look at it as Mike Fias coming back to Detroit Coming two starts off of a no hitter. He's, he's been pretty good. His yeah. last, oh, yeah. uh, his last probably three starts, he's been. I'm solid. just hoping he doesn't strike out a lot. He doesn't yeah. always. He sometimes doesn't have the high strikeout. Numbers. Yeah, he gets had you know a lot of ground balls and things like that. Or even but, fly uh, balls, yeah. that high fastball. That um, yeah. But Hellickson is capable of. He's always kind of a wild card of. Yeah. You know, is he ready to blow up at any yeah. point? You know, uh, Ruse been my best pitcher. Just to let you know that hmm. he's number eight overall. I don't so. know, like two of my studs, David Price has been on the DL for me, and yeah. uh, Archer, who just came off the DL and then got demolished in yeah. well, I had yeah. DeGrom going against the Marlins and get demolished. Oh, yeah, both of <laughs> you guys yesterday got <laughs> Like, I, if you're talking about, like, a guy, like, I was, like, not even worried. Like, I'm, like yeah, I, I didn't even watch oh. it, didn't follow it. I just went out to eat with Kim. We went to Slows. <laughs> yeah. I looked, got home, I looked, and I'm like, what the? I know, I didn't even pay attention to it. I was uh, doing something else. I just checked it at, like, 9 o'clock. I'm like, oh, I'm like, yeah. He got demolished. Yeah, I'm him like, and your, your other guy. Didn't your other guy? Who yeah, I had somebody up? else go the same day yeah. with him and get hit up pretty hard. And they're both pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah uh, John Gray, right? Yeah, John Gray. The uh, Marlins actually have put together two good games against <laughs> the Mets yeah. of all teams. I mean, the Mets are a little bit spiraling, but 
you have to look at Degrom. I mean, he's the ace of that yeah, team. Yeah, uh, I, I would. High strikeouts, high innings. I mean, no. you you don't expect a no. stunt like that. Yeah, I got three times. K's out of him. Three K's versus Marlins. <laughs> yeah. A ten ERA, a one point. Like it was just bad. Yeah, and then uh, you're lucky enough to get Zach Wheeler is phenomenal. When he doesn't play the Nationals, <laughs> like seriously, his his career ERA and stuff is like the Nationals just get him. And it, what sucks is next week he plays the Nationals again for me. All right. And I almost want to sit him because he's already played him like at least twice, if not three times already Jeez. this year. And they they seriously not not only this year but previously have killed him. Here was my line for Hector Velasquez uh, yesterday. Oh yeah. A point one innings pitched, one thirty five, not one point three five. It's a hundred and thirty five <laughs> ERA and a fifteen whip. Yeah. So that one hurt me, and we were real close. Oh to yeah, ERA and, yeah. Uh, and whip, and that just kind of killed. Yeah, me. Yeah, that kind of yeah, it almost maybe gave me two big categories right yeah. there. Yeah, but you had to come send them out there because you were trying to go for quality starts. Yeah, and exactly. K's. Those are the yeah. two I was trying to trying to catch up on and and win, and I had to do it because yeah. we're still. Real close in both of those. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I could see. I could take runs, saves, we're yeah. tied. Um, K's, I think I'm going to edge out just because I have two more yeah. pitchers. It's going to be close. It'll be close. I think I have overall maybe a little bit of an edge, but I could still lose. Like a, whip, maybe if something something crazy happens. Yeah. You know, I could I could squeak out a win there. But uh, I'm kind of looking at it it's probably going to be about 6-4 is what my kind of prediction yeah. is on it. For me, I'll, that's a big win for me because my division is not doing well. The rest of yeah, the rest of them. Uh, the standouts from the teams: I have Bellinger going. I have four runs, two home runs, four RBIs, five hundred. Even though that's like not his best, but it's still pretty good. Yeah. It's just yeah. pretty consistent. Mike Trout has a, five runs, a home run, a stolen base, and a five twenty two on base. And then JD three runs, two home runs, four RBIs, four forty four on base. Just my studs, just kind of. I don't have great numbers overall. Uh, definitely under what I would like them offensively. 26 runs, 6 home runs, 20 RBIs. I definitely I like to have more home runs than RBIs. Um, but those guys are doing good. I'm not too worried about it. Darvish threw 11 Ks for me. He's always hit or miss. You never know what you're going to get hate, out of I him. I hate you, Darvish. Uh, I had him, and I dropped, or I had him at the, as a keeper for like 15 bucks. I didn't even keep him. Yeah, yeah. He's such a... It's a headache every time. Oh I yeah, play. oh yeah, yeah. I sat him the time before, luckily. Which, yeah. uh, it was like the Marlins too. I just like I didn't need him necessarily. But you never know when he's gonna get yeah. just destroyed. That's the yeah. worst part about it. Yeah. Um, but if I'm not mistaken, you do have a lot of uh, young players. Yeah, I, I was gonna bring that up. I have a lot of guys on the IL. First of all, I have like five guys on the IL, but they're all like coming back soon and stuff like that. Yeah, that's kind of how mine is too. Uh, uh, but yeah, I just had here Keston Hira come up and Brendan Rodgers. Who I like both. They're both the top prospects of their organizations. A hero of Milwaukee. He's supposed to be really good offensively, good hit tool. Um, I'm excited about that. I need a second baseman. Uh, and then I had Brendan Rodgers also come up. Both of these guys were not expected to come up this early because both teams were like built ready now to win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have positions open up for them. Milwaukee, uh, Travis Shaw's been really, really bad. I know. I had they him moved him to the IL. I don't know if he's really injured. or. If it's I, like it, I think it's a fake injury. A fake injury they're, type they're Derek Hallett thing. They're talking about they're going to see if he could uh, kind of work his way out of it, and then they might send him down to the minors. But he was one of the guys for my team that I was kind of counting on that I was yeah. glad I got. Like I yeah. thought he was going to be a kind of a good one RBI, of the big, yeah, one home of the big, runs. In the last two years, he's kind of yeah, shown I that. had him last year in my yeah, championship so team. I, was, I liked uh, him. Yeah, and I, I really like to play three positions. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, I, yeah. I was really excited to get him, and he's just done nothing. Yep, yep. But going back to uh, here is the fact that 
he's also so young. Oh yeah, making his major league debut. I mean, he was, if I'm not mistaken, at Single A before he got called up. No, he was at Triple A. He was at AAA. yeah, he was at Triple A. He was killing Triple A. Yeah, him and Rogers then, are both double digit like home runs, 400 on base. Like they they got brought up for a yeah. reason. Then he uh then he flew through that system because he was pretty low at the end of last season. He wasn't. He was the top guy, but he wasn't like high. overall. Yeah. Like yeah, he well yeah, because as you age, you know, you start moving up the rankings as guys yeah. get called up and stuff. But yeah, he's. I think uh, he's definitely at least top 20, like, prospect overall. Yeah. A lot of teams have him, like, even, like, top 10. Um, but it's all for hitting. Like, he's not, like, he, he could play second-base defense, but he's not a very good second. He's, he's there for hitting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm excited about that. And then to have – I love getting Colorado players if you can. So, like, oh, yeah. to have Rodgers now, who was the shortstop eligible and about to go get second-base eligibility because that's where he's playing at. I'm, I'm really excited because I have those guys, hopefully, long-term keepers. I've heard you kind of talk about this guy in a previous podcast was uh, Hampson. Yeah. And that was a guy I was high on. Oh, yeah. The, of the year, and I actually was going after him hard in, so the, did I. in the league. And, and, uh, but he's been awful. Yeah, he like, got sent down. Yeah, but uh, you know, he was a guy that I was, from everything I read, everything I researched yep. on, he was supposed to come up and be a, a five-tool player. For fantasy, well, the stolen bases. He was supposed to have like a yeah. ton of stolen bases. And then when you're in the – when you play at Colorado half your games, it's just a nice luxury to yeah, have. Exactly. You should have an opportunity to hit RBIs or score runs, yeah. one or the yeah, other. So I went after him hard. Yeah. Supplemental, and Gabe ended up – Oh, yeah, I put a lot of – Yeah, so did I. Yeah. And, uh, but I'm, I'm kind of glad now that I, yeah. that I didn't. <laughs> no, and I'm, you know, I'm glad I got Rodgers. That's, yeah. that, like, that's the guy who I really wanted long term. Mm. This year I wanted Hampson because I thought they were going to yeah, give him the opportunity. Kinda, mm. And I needed stolen bases. Uh, for you, standouts, Ozuna, who's been like, what, 14th overall, I think? Oh, yeah, he's been, like? a, he's been a stud for me. A uh, couple home runs 14th, for you. Yeah, 14th overall. This yeah. Uh, Seguro's having a good week for you. Five runs. He had a couple home runs, a stolen base, 440 on base. You know, Mikata started, he hit two home runs Monday, right? Yeah, he hit two home runs Monday, and uh, Chris Davis hit two home runs on yeah. Monday, too. Is he back today, or Chris, Chris Davis? Davis uh, no, I think he, I was just looking, no, he's out today. He's yeah. out again, mm-hmm. so Chris Davis out. Uh, I'm happy to hear that, because, well, I mean, you already got home runs locked up. But. Yeah, he was a guy I, I really wanted. I actually kind of, I think I overpaid a little bit for him in the draft, but it was a guy I really wanted, so I was, I was willing I, to do that. I mean, but, you know what uh, you kind of get from him. Yeah, but, you know, he's a, he's a feast or famine guy. Yep. He, he's oh, gonna, yeah. yeah. He's going to go on those weeks where he hits you I four know. or five home runs, and then he's not going to hit for a week. I, 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 it's scary to play that guy, because you're like, come on, please don't go off, don't go off. And, uh, yeah. Because I played the one year, I, I, I remember this, uh, Cooley was in my division, you had Chris Davis. It, the other Chris Davis yeah. uh, for the Orioles. And the, the three times I had to play him in our division matchups, he had over double-digit home runs against me. Like, he had, like, 12 home runs. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, like. Uh, but and then there's, had, like, two weeks where he won't even touch them. Oh, yeah, you, yeah, he won't even get on mm-hmm. base. Yeah. Uh, Chris Bassett had another good game. But that was versus, was that versus the Tigers? Um, Chris Bassett. God, who did he play? Did Chris Bassett go? No, I don't think it was against the Tigers. I think he pitched. But he's doing all right yeah, for you. Yeah, and yeah. Chris Paddock's been really good for you. On he's the been season. he's been a guy that I was I was I was real happy to get. He was uh, yeah. kind of the the one young pitcher I really wanted to go after. That I think he's going to have a real good career. Yeah. He might end up being a decent uh, decent keeper for yeah. me going what, forward. What do you look at with Chris Paddock? Is I honestly think he has the upside of a Clayton Kershaw. Okay. That high strikeouts, wow. high innings. He has that stuff, and I mean. You look at San Diego, up-and-coming team, Fernando Tatis. 
on the IL right now. Jay has Fernando Tatis. Yes, I do have Fernando Tatis. As a keeper, young yeah. keeper, as a good mm-hmm. keeper. Yeah, he he might be hood right now on the IL, but I mean him coming back. Yeah. You have they have a good farm system. Yeah, they should be good going in the future for sure. Mejia, who yep. they got last year for Brad Hand. Uh, They're already kind of overachieving a little yeah, bit this are. year. Yeah, like I, I thought they would be in the mix this year for sure, but I don't. Nothing really, like yeah. yeah. I didn't think they might they might level off a little yeah. bit going yeah. forward. But with Chris Paddock leading that rotation, I think he'll be there for a few years to come. Oh yeah, for sure. He's definitely be. Yeah, and he was he was one of those young guys that I that I would really wanted to go after in the draft because I, I thought he was going to be good. Everything I read, everything I researched oh, yeah. on him was he was going to be a, a very very good oh, major yeah. league player. Uh, the next matchup, we have the Houston Colt 45s, Adam, uh, going against uh, the team from Atlanta, Bill. Adam's up 6-2. Uh, it looks like it should be a decent win for the Colts. Like he sh- I mean, offensively, Bill doesn't have a chance. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he Adam's might be got- able to get a stolen base to yeah. steal one there, but... But he even might lose his odd base percentage because he's not up much in that or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, so, this could go. This could go really bad. Yeah, here. it could be really <laughs> bad, possibly. And if we look at how many quality <clears throat> st- or how, not qual- but how many starts, Darren's got a bunch of starters to go, and then Bill doesn't have any. It doesn't look like so. Mm-hmm. He's only down one quality start. So like, yeah, this could be a bad killing. And I know Bill is hoping that because he, I think he's thinking about coming on soon. And he's hoping to have like a good record or be like kind of like close yeah. to me or whatever. But this could be a bad, bad matchup for. I him. think he's kind of gotten bitten by the injury bug a lot. Too. Oh yeah, it's, it's, some of that self-inflicted like a, though. A little bit too, like you know, drafting guys yeah. who were hurt, like Severino and stuff. Like even though I was up there on Severino a little bit, but yeah. Uh, Bills just got bad numbers across the board. 17 runs, 5 home runs, 25 RBIs aren't bad. But 1 stolen base, 344 on base is pretty good. 1 save, 47 Ks, 3.62 ERA, 1.24 whip, 5 quality starts in the bed. But, like, he's bad in most categories and then decent in a couple. Yeah. That's just not good. Yeah. And especially when you're, Darren's having a good week. So yeah, Darren, exactly. And, you know, Darren, if he has a he has a hot day today, you could take one, yeah. two. Uh, you could take all four. Yeah, you could go Key players out. this week. Grandall for him. He's got a couple home runs, 80 RBIs. Vlad Guerrero's been doing well. Josh Bell's been a top player. He's got four home runs, nine I RBIs. Know, he's been uh, Chris Bryant's turning it around. Bregman's turning it around or doing really good. Uh, so three home runs for Bryant, two home runs for Bregman. Verlander and Snell both had 9K games. Watch out for Darren's team. Like uh, I said, he's, he's the team I'm scared of the most. Yeah, in your division. And I could tell when they, you. When they get hot, it, oh, yeah. they're ridiculous. And I could tell you right now, uh, you have teams in your division, all of them, trying to make trades. Oh, right yeah, now. absolutely. They're all trying to move, even someone with each other, <laughs> uh, including Adam Machette, and then I know Chris is also. So everybody in your division – Looked for that because tra- we didn't have tr- like the trade. There's no trades the first four weeks, and then it opens up. We've had one major trade go through. Uh, Glaber Torres was kept traded, who I traded last year. Uh, so a big keeper because he's like five bucks to keep. Basically, you're gonna keep him the rest of your life. Yeah. Um, five dollars added on each year. Uh, he got traded for Starling Marte. Uh, who else? Steven Matz and oh, it was a closer. Was it Ozuna? Ozuna, who is cheap, keep like he's only like ten bucks, and top closers go for like eighty bucks yeah. in our league or whatever. So, uh, start breaking out the uh, the veto pen and start uh, pulling a Chris Mays and just start vetoing every trade that comes. Uh oh! <laughs> so this is a big controversy. Like, how do you use the veto trade? And like the way it's written, everybody can kind of use it at their own temperament, and yeah. you know, however you feel. Some guys just veto every trade. 
I try to. I try to take an objective look. At I it. try to. Yeah. Unless it's something ridiculous within my own division, I'm probably not going to be doing. Yes. Like I'll, I'll pretty much let anything slide. My whole idea is it's a free market. People yeah. want it. Unless there's obvious collusion or something along those lines. We're which, at the point though that everybody's so involved. Yeah. That you should, if you're going to take advantage of, like nobody should be getting taken advantage of. Right. I mean, Chet did kind of get. Yeah. You want to hear a trade? Yeah. Chet. At the time, I see why he did it, though. Like, Chet tried to move for the future and get yeah. younger and cheaper. So, yes, this year it really hurts. But What's Fielder's not, I mean. He hasn't done much with it. Yeah. Like, you went and played for this year, and you're not, you know, you better, you need to win this year. Mm-hmm. Like, to win something. So, uh, you know, Chet's pretty set off for the future. We'll see what he does. He you know, has a lot of good young players. Next year, yeah, you, you know, watch out. Yeah. Glaber Torres, I'm high on him. He. Phenomenal. He's been doing a great job in my leagues for me. So oh, yeah. I mean I'm I can only imagine what he was doing for you guys. Oh yeah. Uh I had I when I had him last year and he came up, I was amazing. Oh yeah. Uh but I had too many keepers. I kinda knew that and I wanted to win. I ran into moves. that I ran into that same thing uh last year and that's why I had to get rid of Trevor Story and of course oh, it all turned into a stud. Well uh, the whole reason I did it was because we had a preseason auction for uh, Salvador Perez, oh. and uh, they bid $10 on him, and nobody was bidding on it. So I'm like, I'm not going to let somebody take him for 10 So I tried bidding it up. Oh, no. And I got popped with it, so I had to keep him. Oh. So then I had was like, well, Trevor's story was kind of oh, odd man out. And I'm no. like, oh. That hurts. I, ended up yeah, getting, I did not know that. I ended up getting Tatis anyways, so yeah. it kind of, in the long run, I think it'll work out better for me. But well, you could have had ball. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you could have moved story for something. It's almost as bad as me dropping Bryce Harper that first year. when I Oh, man. Yeah, our first year keeper and stuff. Yeah, I almost made That's because I didn't know we had the, the NA spots to keep him because he didn't make the opening day roster. So I was oh, like, yeah. ah, I'm just going to drop him and... Yeah. For Bill's team, uh, a couple players doing well is uh, Contreras and Brantley. Sano just came back and hit a home run for him. I'm curious to see. Uh, I sold Cano before last year for like $140 preseason auction. Uh, he hasn't done much since. Uh, Bill's kept him this year and since, so, but you know, he, he has a lot of power. He's got a lot of potential, but we'll see. He's had some good players, too. I mean, he's got Mitch Haniger is always, I think, is some pretty Yeah, high but you him. need dominant players. Yeah. We're he, he's fantasy. playing. Miguel Cabrera, for God's sakes. Like, we were just talking about how horrible. Why, you, why are you whispering like you can't hear? Like, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, you know, we Miguel, were just talking about how yeah. bad he is. And he's he's starting on this team, yeah. yeah. But going to that Cano point that he has Cano, you look at it, and even after those comments that Cano made yesterday about he picks when he hustles, that that's not good for fantasy baseball. Or we were talking baseball. Sun now. Oh, Sunno. Miguel okay. Sunno. But okay. Cano, yeah. I, I thought you were talking Robinson Cano. No, yeah, yeah, it's all right. Cano's a bad clubhouse guy. I don't want him on my team. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to poison the well. Poison the well. Mm-hmm. But his like best player, like hitters, are like Mitch Haniger. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lindor. He's, he's got Lindor. Yeah, he's got yeah. Lindor. But you need more than that. Yeah, I'm high on Haniger. He's also on one of my teams. Not. Yeah. Not a bad player at all. He, but you don't want him to be one of your top two, three hitters. Exactly. He's, yeah, he's got almost like a bunch of like role players, yeah. like to a certain extent. And, and I think that's kind of what happened to Eric's team. Yeah, is all of his hitting are role players and no superstars. Yeah, no superstars that are going to kind of lead your team. Besides, yeah. like Lindor can and Haniger could possibly be that guy, but as of right now, you need more of, though. Yeah, you can't yeah, just rely yeah. on those guys he, all season. And you know, maybe one or two more pieces. I, I think he needs to just from listening to. And looking at your team and seeing how everything is, 
I think he does need to make a trade for one more player to. Oh, he needs a lot though, because he the thing the trade for him to trade, he's gonna have to trade. You have to. The thing is, if you want to trade to get better for this year, that means you got to trade something to somebody else too. Yeah. Like, yeah. People forget about that. Everybody wants to get better, but you also have to give yeah. something up. Like players aren't free. Yeah. <laughs> I, you want to hear an offer trade? I got. Uh, so I've been trying to deal with Chris Bays a little bit, and he offered me. I offered a deal from Michaelis before he even accepted or declined it. He was in Vegas, so so yeah. I, I I took it away um, just to make other moves. And then, uh, but he offered me a trade, and I wanted Michaelis. He offered me Jacob. He wanted Jacob Degrom and Yandy Diaz for Michaelis. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> so Degrom's a cheaper keeper. Yeah. He's cheaper. And he's a Cy Young. He's, yeah, he's like a top three pitcher. Mikolas is good. Don't get me wrong. I like Mikolas, yeah. but like the, then to throw my only third baseman, he would have also my only th- the guy who plays third base on my team. Yeah, and that guy's a, a cheap young stud too, like Yandy Diaz. Well, yeah, he's not keepable. Uh, but he's still, not, like, but I like him this year. I think this year he's going to be good. Like, yeah, I like him. It's still like that's that's a ridiculous. Yeah. Thing, like, I, when I saw like I'm like look I'm like okay Mikolas all right what what, what do you want and I saw I got, him grab. I've gotten a couple trades from like. He does seem to do that a lot. I don't know if he's just throwing up a <laughs> yeah, Hail Mary. I wasn't sure, yeah. You say yes, but, like, it's... I wasn't sure if it was real or not. Yeah, or if, like, he's just hoping to maybe, like, okay, I really want him this bad. Was but, he hoping to build double yeah, tap? The, <laughs> <laughs> the build. I dropped my phone and traded Miguel Cabrera in his triple crown here. You're talking about that? Like, <laughs> yeah, that, that one still blows my mind that I accidentally <laughs> traded Miguel Cabrera. Yeah, there was an accidental trade that happened our league years ago. The year oh. that Miguel Cabrera won the triple crown, the gentleman who traded him away said he accidentally... Did it. Accidentally traded him. And it was a legit trade, too. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like he was getting screwed over. Like, <laughs> it would have been pretty even. It was just uh, yeah, I don't two, remember. I think it was like two young guys for, yeah. for him. And uh, he claimed that he dropped his phone and it accidentally traded oh. Miguel Cabrera. But you have to hit it twice to do it. Like, so, yeah. <laughs> there's been some controversy over whether or not that he just uh, got buyer's remorse and <laughs> decided yeah. not to do it. The next but, matchup, we have the California Angels versus the Saitama Lions. Uh, Angels are up nine to one, big advantage. They're oh yeah, winning in a lot of categories. The Angels needed this in that division. They needed a big win. Um, oh yeah, for sure. And uh, he, I kind of ran. I played him, uh, Vic, uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, he had. I don't know. His team was just. He has a lot of good guys, and they were just yeah. like at that point they were all. It was almost like the whole team was in slumps. And really good pitching, hitting is missing. Uh, when you have Aaron Judge out, that hurts. Yeah, yeah, a lot of his main guys are uh, are out. I think his Enciarte is out. Judge is out. You know, Enciarte, I don't care for personally. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not that high on Enciarte, but also just looking at the uh, free agents in your guys' league. Castellanos is available. I he just became. He just got dropped. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think he is still going to have a good year this yeah. year. Power numbers. He'll probably get picked up yeah. by somebody. And then also on top of that, CJ Crown. Yeah, is available, and I mean, he's been doing pretty good lately. Yeah, he's been doing. He's been hot of late. So I mean, that could be another. Nice Chet drafted him somebody. and was talking like he liked him and stuff. Yeah, and then, he was. Yeah, and then, and then he. Uh, I think he dr- he's dropped been, him at the wrong time. As soon as he dropped him, yeah, he he's been making good. a lot of yeah, moves. Yeah, he's uh, CJ Crown is going to be a good player for whoever does go out and pick him up. All right, hey, hear that? There you guys are. Who's going to pick him up now? Let's a see. Hot tip. Hot, hot tip. A <laughs> bear tip. But, but uh, with this uh, this matchup too, like the Satima Lions, I thought were 
would, would kind of come back to earth yes. a little bit. They were playing, I think, a little bit at, above where their their level ended up would be. I think so. matchups went well because yeah, uh, he got a couple favorable matchups. If you look at the uh, Roto like totals and stuff, like he's towards like he's a team that has like less totals. Like if you're going mm. by Roto, than where he's standing. So yes, and he's got a lot of guys that kind of came out of the gates hot. Like Javi Baez is good, but Suarez was doing really well for him. But he's got a lot of his other guys like Kiermaier is. No, I mean yeah. what they say: defense wins championships. Yeah, so you Eric Hosmer. <laughs> you got to keep a guy that on the team. But. David Fletcher, exactly. Um, and then his pitching's not deep. Yeah, I expect. I mean, he didn't spend a lot of money, so yeah. you expect him. Yeah, not like he was he was doing really well for. He beat for me. Right? Of, yeah. He beat me. But it's just like you know, I think this is kind of uh, yeah. where where his level's going to be. It's kind of bringing him back down. Good to, timing for Victor. Yeah, yeah, he kind of came in. Uh, standouts for Victor: Eduardo Escobar has three home runs, ten RBIs this week. Alex Gordon has three stolen bases somehow. That's ridiculous. I don't know. I'm ex- uh, so while Victor, I, I still think Victor needs some hitting though. Like his outfield is Marcakis, Alex Gordon, and Smith Jr. from Baltimore right now. Like that can't be your outfield going to the forward. Yeah. Like be, I mean, first competitive team. I mean, he's got Aaron Judge on the yeah, DL, yeah, yeah, so yeah. like that it would be the guy. But still, like, you, there's got to be somebody better than him yeah. out there. You look at it. That could be a team that goes out and picks up Castellanos. Yeah, outfield, oh yeah, for sure. Outfield bat, add him and Judge mm-hmm. to that team. I mean, you that could be a pretty dangerous move yeah. for him if he wants to. Oh yeah. But one of the guys on, on Vic's team that uh, is Rendon. Yep. Like I always, I never buy into him. I always think it's like, oh, he's never going to do it. He every single year, yeah, he's, he's always year. solid, he's always underrated. He's yeah. always underrated, and I just, I never give him his due. So this Anthony, week, seven Anthony runs. Rendon, I am giving you giving your due. He's a home run, <laughs> four RBIs this week, at like yeah, five twenty two on base. Yeah, he's been doing well. He uh, is also in a contract year this year too. So I mean, his okay. numbers are probably going to be a little bit more elevated. Maybe. Washington could look to trade him. I mean, if they're out, that's a very po- good possibility. Yeah, he's been, he's always up there in run producing. So I mean, that could be a dangerous yeah. move for somebody. Victor, oh, yeah, definitely. Victor's got deep pitching. Uh, Hendricks had a good week. Kikuchi, Rich Hill came back from Carrasco. And they got other guys too, but those are guys that just kind of did pretty well this week. Josh Hader's been really good for him. Um, Hader's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. That, so. that's a that's one thing I need. Uh, for my team is I need to go out and get some sort of frontline pitching. Is yeah, I think that's what my team is lacking for sure. I think a lot of teams are lacking. That oh yeah, so. yeah. I think everybody would love a, a yeah. stud pitcher on their team. Yeah. Uh, the next matchup we got uh, the Chicago Brown Bombers, Gabe versus uh, the Washington Senators, uh, the team in my uh, my division, Justin. Mm-hmm. Um, it's five to four right now. Let me see real quick. Uh, who's Gabe's up? Yeah, Gabe's pitching has just been unreal this week. Yeah. So this is an opportunity because Gabe is, like, dominating pitching. Like you said, 74 Ks, 2.07 ERA, oh, yeah. 0.93 whip, five, or six quality starts. Mm. Phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then Justin just got very mediocre to below average uh, pitching stats. Uh, hitting stats, Justin's up a little bit. He's up four runs. He's got 30 runs total. Uh, he's only up one home run. He has 10. And then he's got 34 RBIs. He's killing Gabe's 20 to 20. But Gabe's beating him in stolen bases 7 to 2 mm. and then Justin's winning on base by a little bit 3. 3. 0.315 to a 0.319 so it could be close or Gabe has an opportunity it looks like to really dominate yeah. a big week and that would be bad for Fielder cuz he's already in ele- he'll be in 11th place right now if things are to stay the way they are so um, not a good start and yeah, cuz I mean really the only uh the only other categories like Justin could win was 
possibly, if he gets a save, he could win that category. Yeah. But that's about the only one he could win yeah. on top Take, of what he has. But yeah. uh, Gabe could come Gabe back. Gabe could definitely make a run at some of these. Three of those ones. categories. Yeah, for sure. The only one he could end is stolen bases. Or, I mean, uh, RBIs. Mm-hmm. So, uh, standouts for Gabe. Uh, DeHong, who's like 18th overall. Another good week for him. A home run, four RBIs, 455 on base. Joey Gallo, the number six overall player, five runs, a home run, four RBIs, throwing in a stolen base with a 478 on base. Framel Reyes throws in yeah, three home runs. That's for him. ridiculous. Like that dude just comes out of nowhere with three home runs. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, man. And then Chris Sale with the 17 Ks this week. <laughs> yeah, so that was dominant great. performance. I think this is where you see Chris Sale start to turn it around a little bit. Oh yeah, and he's looking good. Yeah, he, he's always historically been kind of bad in May and yeah. uh, April, anyways. And you know, you always know he heats up when the summer yeah. comes around. But he's gonna start turning around and hitting down at that ballpark in Texas and out in the West for Joey Gallo. I think that's gonna be dangerous for you guys moving forward. I think as it starts to heat up. The ball's going to start to fly a little bit more, and I think Joey... He's already hitting about, like, yeah. 500 feet. No, I, I know that. I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying I think that but, you could have a few more oh, he's, runs coming. Yeah, he's one of those guys, too, that can go on runs where he yeah, just he's doesn't a hit streaky. the ball. Yeah, yeah. So, you yep. know, hopefully you catch him at the right week. But we're in an on-base league, so he'll always, like, take walks yeah. or whatever. So he's always at least, like, in average league, it could really hurt you. Yeah. Um... For uh, the Senators, uh, standouts, Byron Buxton comes with them. Five runs, three home runs, 10 RBIs for him this week. That's a big week. Yeah, Brian Buxton. Dan Vogelbach hits uh, three home your, runs. That was your guy for years. Who? Buxton. Everybody, I never got him. Everybody wanted him. You were talking about him for Byron, years. I never got him. I, I thought you had him for a <laughs> no. long time. Byron Buxton has been phenomenal. He's putting it all together. Hopefully the injuries stay away from him. I mean, yeah. he could be a dangerous and a key piece. Oh, yeah. In any fantasy run, I mean, he has the speed, he has the pop, he has the on-base percentage. He has the potential. We yeah. got that. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's great. Like, he has the potential to be the best with that speed and power. Uh, Yelich, six runs, two home runs, three RBIs, two stolen bases, four fourteen yeah, on base. Just doing what Christian yeah, Yelich does. That's, that's staying right where he yeah. is. Yelich. Him and Bellinger are the number one of two players. Yeah. are pretty much identical in numbers. Um, yeah, Yelich has been phenomenal. So has Bellinger. I mean, oh, yeah. You look at it, and just the year that Yelich had last year coming into this year, it's it's scary if he has been able to put oh, yeah. it all together. Justin sure thinks he's done. Justin thinks he's basically Barry Bonds now. Oh, yeah. He's, Give him the Barry Bonds treatment. <laughs> he also has Max Scherzer, gave him eight Ks and a quality start. Uh, those are your standouts for that matchup. Uh, the next matchup, we have uh, the Detroit Stars, who's in uh, second place. Overall, thir- yeah, it's like the fourth best or third best record um, or third best winning percentage. Yeah. Bob's in fourth place, second in his division. That's why he's in fourth place. But Bob actually has the higher win percentage out of these two teams. Um, it looks like uh, it could be close, but Bob could win big. Yeah, that's what I was kind of saying, too. Um, K's and quality starts are still up for grabs. Uh, yeah, he could could possibly do 10 of them if it, everything goes right for him. But that would be, that would uh, be huge yeah. uh, for both matches. I mean, both both ways. For your guys' division, he's a yeah, he's leading the, the division, one. so it would bring, break ground for everybody to come back on And I that. think he's kind of playing a little bit above oh, yeah. where, where he'll end up and, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I don't expect him to be this good. It's been a good run, but he, you know, again, everybody kind of knows. I think, yeah. that they need to get better. And oh yeah, I think there's nobody's like content with their team. Kind of why I'm either. thinking about coming to you guys. Maybe I'll sell somebody. I don't know. Just everybody's, sell one of your pitchers. N- there's no sellers, man. I know there aren't really any sellers. 
everybody thinks they can still win. It's like, you know, we need some people out there selling off their pieces yeah. so people can buy them. <laughs> I mean, still a little early in the season, I mean, but if you get so far behind, you said there was somebody already 17 and a half back. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean. And he really is the only one that's kind of already in. A little bit. He's of winning big but this he's, week. So, yeah, but he's when something like that happens, it changes your whole perspective. Yeah. Like, you, all right, now. a nine-one can or a ten-zero could just yeah, really flip could, it for you. That mm-hmm. could change it in a heartbeat. But I mean, still a little early in the season. I I would think that if somebody is like twenty to twenty-five games back, yeah. by maybe that first week in July, I think that would be about the time that yeah. you would look to sell in fantasy baseball. Uh, this week the stars don't have any standouts really. Like, yeah, no, I was just kind of looking through it and like, nope, everybody. Does. Everybody's got like one home run. Like, yeah. Nobody has multiple. Well, his one. stats are twenty-one runs, five home runs, eighteen RBIs, zero stolen bases, a two ninety-five on base. So I'm not surprised that he usually is pretty decent in stolen bases. Like uh, he's yeah, he's got like Whit Merrifield. He's a uh, Whit Merrifield, uh, Seager, McCutcheon, Fam. steals a few. Like he's got Tommy Pham. He's usually yeah. you know has a couple. Yeah. Uh, and then for the Zulu Cannibal Giants, he's got Freddie Freeman, who he bought off the Detroit Stars yeah, this year. Three be, home runs. Be a kick four, in the dick. Yeah, 429 on base. Uh, Raul Mondesi, the number 12 player in fantasy, uh, just throwing in four stolen bases for you, you know, 381 on base. Pete Alonso, who's the 37 overall, a couple I, home runs. I was real high on him. I wanted, yeah. That was a guy. A I lot was, of guys did. Nobody yeah. expected him to come up right away. I didn't though. either. He was a guy that I, I thought I could get for cheaper. That's yeah. why I didn't go in as hard as I did, just because yeah. I didn't think he'd be up as quick. This is where I think he might be overachieving a little bit, Bob, but he's got uh, Patrick Corbin, 25 overall, Domingo Herman, 41 overall, and Luis Castillo, number nine overall. I like all those guys. That I don't, that's not what they're they yeah, I wouldn't Yeah, rely, I wouldn't expect those guys to all be doing what they're doing repetitively over the rest of the no, season. No, they can't, they can't continue to do uh, that. Jordan Lyles had a 12 case for him, looks like, in a quality start, so I don't know how where that come from. Yeah, but Jordan freaking Lyles. Jordan like, Lyles. Seriously. Nice start, Bob, out of hand. Yeah. Uh, Bob has one starter to zero. Again, Bob has a big chance to win pretty big here, I think. Yeah, this could go, I mean, it could go in his way really, really well. Because he has, oh, I think, one starter to none, so he's down six Ks. So if he catches them in Ks, yeah. he can come back and quali- he can come back and quality start. Hurts. could tie him in saves. He I mean, come run, back and run. Runs, he's only down four. Um, yeah. And he's somewhat safe in the other four offensive categories. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, um, four RBIs and two home runs aren't great. Yeah, but, like, but it's not horrible. Yeah, and then, you feel like confident. Yeah. Five yeah. stolen bases and a three fifty six on base. Like, he's definitely winning those. So, again, Bob, it could be close to Bob. You know, you can, it, it's always fun going to Sunday matchups because you're like, oh, man, like, even to try to squeak one out is like a win for you sometimes. Yeah. When you're like, oh, I only lost one category. Yeah, if I can get this to 6-4, I'll be yeah. a happy guy. Okay, whatever. Like, yeah. Move yeah. on to next yeah. week or whatever. But mm-hmm. when you get defeated 8-2 or something, it's very. It's like, oh, that sucks. Mm, that just, so. All you think about for the next like two days. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, but uh, behind you, move on. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Monday's a, typically a low day for fantasy baseball because not many teams do play. So, I mean. Yeah. You're gonna have to figure out something if you do fall yeah. eight to two or whatever. Yeah, it's a long day Monday usually. If that yeah. happens, you're thinking about it. Like, Fuck, what do I got to do? <laughs> uh, the last matchup, big matchup, Brooklyn Dodgers, who were fifth place versus uh, the St. Louis Terriers, who are in last place. Yeah, this one's a, this is a surprise, right? Here. Yeah, uh, a team I picked the Brooklyn Dodgers to win their the hard division or whatever, uh, but I could definitely be wrong on that one. And it's looking like I might be. Uh, the Terriers are up nine to one. They're putting up pretty good numbers across the board. 
This yeah, week. like he's he's up pretty handily on most of the categories. Really good offensive. Thirty-two runs already. Thirteen home runs. Thirty-three RBIs. Six stolen bases. A three seventy-six on base. Again, I don't expect that to be repetitive every week. Mm-hmm. Like that's pretty hard to do. But that's really good. Uh, you got three saves, 64 Ks, 3.970 ERA. Not bad, not great. 1.07 whip, pretty good. Five quality starts, not bad, pretty good. And now the thing with this matchup, though, is Chet has five starters going today, and yeah. none of them are really all that great. No. So that, that could be kind of a, you know, it could be kind of a, a gamble there that, you know. You could lose your ERA yeah. and whip and stuff. Oh, whip's pretty far apart. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I guess. ERA, yeah. I know he's chasing the K's, but you know, you uh, can Eric, also keep an eye on it. Eric's having a bad week. I'll yeah, he really is. bad. He just, Basically, he's at 29 runs. That's good. That's probably the only category he could come back in. Uh, maybe on base, but he's <clears> pretty <throat> far in that. Uh, six home runs, 17 RBIs, two yeah, stolen bases. Really much, uh, maybe yeah. saves if you can get uh, two saves. Yeah, I mean he's got a, he just traded for Roberto Azuna yeah. too, which is ridiculous. So. You would think that that was gonna like maybe give him the edge. It saves that he's losing the save still. I mean, he's I, got uh, he's got he, what three uh, three closers, so he could get two saves. Yeah. yeah. You look at it though this way: the Astros did just play the Tigers, and yeah, none of those games were really that close to where no. he would have to come out and get a save. I mean, playing in Boston, that that is the only actual series where he could get a save this yeah. week. So I mean. Yeah, you might get one. Yeah, you might, you get might one still today. get one. Uh, Springer, so the standout Springer has been really good for Eric. So while he's been struggling, Springer's the number three mm-hmm. overall. Yeah. Uh, two home runs this week for him, 417 on base. Uh, the pitching, who we thought he was going to have the best pitching out of anybody, probably at least starting-wise, is just struggling. I mean, he has Nola, Garrett Cole, Flaherty, Shane Bieber, Herman Marquez, Caleb Smith. Like, I mean... And he's just been struggling. And his offense isn't going to carry him. No. He just is a weak offense. Like, Springer's been really good, but he, again, doesn't have any necessarily elite uh, voice. Yeah, outside outside of that, he doesn't really have. Blackman, I mean, I'd put Blackman up there. They're all good, but, like, he needs a little bit more. Not that elite player. I mean. You don't want those to be, again, your number, like, one or two players. You want those to be, like, your four and five, maybe, and stuff, like, offensively. He's gotten kind of snake-bitten with some of his pitching, too. Like, he has good guys, but, you know, the only one that's been consistently good, I'd say, is probably Garrett Cole. Yeah, no, it's been, yeah. All these, like, guys that are, you know, historically pretty good have been kind of, you know. Yeah. Under underwhelming. He's so this is a big that, loss. <clears throat> he's another team that I could see that Castellanos could fit him uh, potentially, and same with CJ Crown. Yeah, uh, yeah, because you could play. I mean, his he's got three good starting outfielders. He's got Springer, Marte, and Blackman. But he could definitely probably use even like Castellanos at in the uh, the utility spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's got Daniel Murphy, who's been he bought he bought him off me. Before the season started, uh, it kept him as a keeper. It has not been good this year. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't. So that there it is. Uh, those are your standings. Those are your matchups. Uh, I'm looking forward. I hope I keep winning. I mean, that's what yeah. <laughs> me too. Like, you know, I've been I've been kind of where I thought I was going to be this year so far, but I think I could make a run possibly to get a couple more yeah. more pieces. But like you said, this is a hard time because there's not a ton of sellers out there. No. Yet, you know, maybe another month down the road, you're going to yep. start getting, seeing those guys that are that are down a little bit more. And, hey, never know, I might be one of them, but as for right now, yeah, I'm nobody, I'm not. Yeah, nobody. I mean, even Chet's trying to uh, – I mean, Chet is willing to trade, I guess, 
pieces he's, now yeah. for future pieces. Yeah, but exactly. he's still trying to win this year, even yeah. though still a little bit. Yeah, exactly. So, so he's not giving up. I don't know, but I know you were talking kind of one of the earlier podcasts about uh, doing something to change for the the openers and stuff like that, yeah. or from saves and. You know, I, I think we kind of have to do something, either saves plus holds or yeah. something along those lines. We tried to vote on a couple of years ago. We did, but I think, it was, I think it was just a little a bit little too A little ahead early. of their time. Yeah, I think it was. Bit, and, you know, some of us are ahead of our times, you know. I always thought it would be cool, too, if we brought in more people and did like a uh, – I was thinking about this the other day. If we brought in like, what, eight more people, we did a 20-man league but had two 10-person leagues – and did like a relegation where the bottom four in the top league get moved down, <laughs> the top four in the bottom league get moved up. That'd be really year. hard to do. It would yeah. be, but you'd have to have two separate sets. And then, but I don't know, do something cool like that if we ever did expand it. But it'd be really hard to do because then, like, how, how would you do with all the keepers and how do you determine who gets? To, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. the only thing is either you had to do it all and uh, you can only keep certain people, or I don't know. Yeah, it would get kind of. Kind of out of hand, but I always thought it'd be a cool idea. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. Uh, I think more sports should do that type of thing where you have to like play. Oh yeah, the I think so the too. Like you know, because it forces you to be good. Like, yeah, you know, it forces you to try to get better. You can't just be shitty. The I'm already in the time. league. Who yeah. cares? I'll be it's, bad for a few years. Yeah, exactly. You can't just force you to just like, okay, I'm going to pay 200 bucks and just be shitty the whole like, time. Like, you shouldn't get paid the same. Like, yeah. you know, you're the bad, like, there's revenue made by the top league, there's revenue made by the bottom league, and like, yeah, like, you shouldn't get a part of that. You're not yeah. putting a good product out there. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. You know, especially in like these major leagues where you get the big TV deals, like, yeah. they still get the same cut as all the other yeah. ones. Oh, yeah. They're trying to put a good product out. Yep. So. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, it's been fun. Uh, yeah. Check out uh, our other podcast on the Planet Ant Podcast. You guys know this is on the Planet Ant Podcast Network. All yeah, right? I heard yeah. about you that. You heard about yeah. that. So you should like it, subscribe to it. Uh, watch our other shows, Michael Dupree Variety Hour, Best Song Ever. We have an incubator coming. So that means if you have an idea for a show and you want to go to Planet Ant Podcast and you could submit the idea and be chosen to do a six-episode uh, type of what is it called? A trailer or not a trailer, like a but pilot a pilot. Yeah. yeah. And then that could be something selected to go further and stuff. If uh, both sides are like, but some things are only made for like six episodes. That's all you need. You yeah, know? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. You don't need to do more. Yeah, you, you do almost like a mini series type thing. Yes, for sure. Uh, so we'll be dropping, I think we're starting that to drop our first episode, like our first series uh, in the middle of the summer. So like we'll probably drop like one. I don't know if they're gonna drop like all six at the one the same day. So you're like binge listen to them if you want. Yeah. Or drop one a day for like a week. So like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That might not be a bad idea. Yeah. Just to keep people yeah. hanging on for more. A little yeah. Bit. So all but all six episodes will be like pre-recorded and stuff like that. So we already have like a few shows like in already planned out, and then we're always taking more submissions and stuff like that. Yeah, so sure. uh, check that out. I want to thank you, uh, Pinecast. Is this uh, show has been powered by Pinecast, so thank you for all you know. Go to them for all your hosting needs. They're the ones who uh, kind of send this out to Spotify and iTunes for us. It's nice. like a one-stop shop. And thanks to everybody uh, on the Planet Ant managing team, like to make this all happen. It's been a lot of work. The studio is still a work in progress, but but it's we made a lot of a lot of progress, and it's you know it's been a learning experience for everybody. Uh, appreciate you guys coming. Uh, yeah, sure. thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you yeah, to the listeners. Sure. Yeah. Uh, take care, guys. Bye.